0: Hey guys, Boss Tuna here, checking in real quick before we get into the new episode. First, I apologize for the delay in this. If you have been following us on our Facebook page, or Slasher, or even the last couple episodes, you've kind of known what's been happening uh, with the Joe Blow Horror Show. However, this is part two of the episode we recorded back last October, our Halloween special, and Obviously, it's coming out almost a year later, so some of the things we say about news and and whatnot, obviously, take that with a grain of salt because that was almost a year ago. But after this, all the episodes, it's going to be the brand new Joe Blow Horror Show. We will have all the audio fixed and it's going to be a better experience for you guys. So um, we did get pretty deep into hereditary here. So I do hope you enjoy our review. But again, uh, this is going to be the last episode with the uh, issues we had with the echo and the audio. And I will promise you a much better product from here on out. Thanks, guys. So let's get into what are we doing next, Busy we're, B. Let's we, let, let's have him introduce the next segment. Well, first of all, do we're you ha- remember
1: what it's called? We're having you pouring me beer. We are in a minute. All right.
0: Shotgun reviews. Shotgun. Damn right, shotgun reviews. Okay.
2: For that arrogance, I shall see you dead. <laughs>
1: yeah all right you primitive screwheads, listen up see this this is my boomstick
0: let's go DD what do you got you go first with your three okay so segment
1: that we're gonna have next week is called shot in the dark first one we had didn't work out so well because we picked movies that weren't actually out yet. Like they're out in not in theater. Shotgun?
0: Yeah. Shot in the dark. Yeah. Oh shot, shot. in the dark. We're not doing wait, what? I know. Doing just Shotgun. wait, just wait. I am so confused right now.
1: So <laughs> he's driving this train back.
3: Let's get it
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> the movies called Bloodline, with uh, Stifler. Oh. Sean William Scott. It says it's a zombie movie but. I don't think it's a zombie movie at all. And remember,
0: we don't do ratings for twenty. I'm not good it
1: ratings, but starts out hot. It doesn't hide away. It doesn't. It shows everything. That's all I can say. Like it's gory. Like
0: you see Shaft. Like you see like head. a baby coming out of a vagina. Really? That means nothing to me after seeing a Serbian film. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> check it out. It kind of dies off towards the end. I think I'm not giving it a rating, but at least check it out. You got anything there, boss? Keep rolling. We'll let you do three in a row. Okay. Midsummer.
0: Summer. You better watch your fucking tongue with this movie.
1: It is really, really, really boring. Atmospheric. Fucking boring, dude. Who who directly Means Atmospheric? Ari Aster. Acer Ari or something like that. Ariana, the same guy that did *Hereditary*. But the first time I watched *Hereditary*, I thought it was boring too. So maybe I need to go
0: and watch it again. But I thought *Midsummer* is really boring. So I mean, you're not pulling a busy bee and watching a movie like this on a fucking four-inch cell phone, are you? No, no. Okay.
2: To to the credit of that. <laughs> uh, brand new iphone x max uh, uh, brand new pretty sweet uh, no yeah. but I was I, I, you know, I was I was on the on the slick doing a the swerking and uh, <laughs> uh, we're just kidding Joe <laughs> so it's boring
1: but it's if I watch it again it's probably it's probably a pretty good movie but
0: and I will say I've only seen it once <clears throat> and it was in the theater and dude as I said before Go to a live band and you're never gonna see a bad a bad live pers- performance. Blue Same. Yeah. I <laughs> saw Mac Miller shows it. Right. At, at, at in Des Moines last week. I saw so, Mac
1: Miller live. He's not good.
0: But uh, I mean, that's the you know you know what I'm trying to say though. Right. You go right. to a theater and the movie is gonna be amped up. Well, more well, director
2: too. He's like w- way into film, so uh, oh you're yeah. gonna get a little bit more of a heady.
3: When, when it's they, it's
0: it's basically hereditary part two with just it's it's so atmospheric and dark, but it's the exact opposite in that it's like super bright and lively and daytime, but it has right. That's I don't. What I, this is your review. Horror. I don't want to jump in.
1: But. He's doing horror in the daylight, mm-hmm. which is, and he does it. Fun- <sighs> All right, let's. Yeah,
0: I gotta fucking watch my tongue.
1: There's right? scary parts, but. They only have maybe 20
0: minutes of the movie, I think, is scary. And it's like a three hour movie. What you have to understand is that his movies take you on a journey. Yeah. And he does it the way that it should be done. Because there's peaks and valleys and peaks and valleys. Right. And it's. And if it was up to him, this movie would be four hours long, and I am one of the few that think that it would actually be better because you're developing and fleshing out characters more. Right.
2: Just so Darius, you wanted a candy bar, and he gave you, like, uh, uh, you know... An, a fucking a, Snickers a, buffet
0: right up his hoop. Right. Like a, finish.
2: A, a chocolate mousse with the, the, the cocoa beans were directly <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. derived from... Like yep, yep. an ice cream cake. cake. Right, and yeah, you just wanted a... Yeah, he
0: wanted it. a fucking dilly bar, and well, what he I'll, got was the whole fucking DQ specialty. I'm a, I'm a slasher <laughs> yeah. fan, so I like fun, fast. Yeah. This is, you're ne- yeah. you're never going to get that. I mean, even though he's only got two movies out there, you're never going to get that. From right. You. I know. I know. I'm sure if I watch it again, I'll probably be good,
1: but
2: I just got bored. Yeah. I can't see it's I think, I I think that. that's valid, though. I think that's a lot of viewers are that way, too. Like, mm-hmm. I want to watch a... I want to watch a scary movie, and I want this, and and they're the
0: victim of their own because it's what you, it's it's what I blame it on fucking Bloomhouse as much as we blow him, Jason Bloomhouse. You did, I mean, yeah, he you know he gives you the movies that you expect when you talk about like Happy Mm -hmm. Death Day and and Ready or Not or whatever. I like those movies (laughs) exactly, and this is the exact opposite. This is a director that's not doing it for the money, Bloomhouse. Argue what you want. They put out fucking movies they put uh, out to pay bills. Movies. Yeah. yeah. Happy Death Day. I already said that one. But you know what I'm saying, though. This is a... He's a fucking... He he, he, he takes his craft seriously. So, yeah, you're you're going to get a lot more deep, intricate. Same thing with Hereditary. You watch that movie ten different times, and you're going to get ten different views on it. Because you're going to keep picking up on different things. And right. That's like. It's, it's a, a good movie. You. It's
1: artistic and everything. Yeah. I'm just saying I got bored for a horror movie I want fun and fast. Right. No, Basically. I I hear you. I know people have different But I will say preferences. I
0: mean, even even with there is parts of hereditary rewatching it that I was like I can see how some people are are bored.
3: But it builds. But when
0: he gets to the points where he wants to make a point, it's like, "Oh, okay. This is why." Right. You so build a all that, yeah, the All of that yeah, all of that is like, mm-hmm. "Okay, these are baby steps to get up to this fucking plateau." Where he's gonna make you fucking face dive into a rock, so you see what I did there. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. one of the good parts of it. Yeah, no, but so yeah, so no, I, I you, you have to know what you're getting into. I, I think now that people have seen, they've got a sample of his work, they can they know what know they what to yeah. expect. So you, you're you're not gonna get some like fucking Hollywood movie where point a goes to point b and point b goes to point c and point c goes to point d where he like you're just thrown into a fucking ocean and it's like right pick up what you will along the way because there's a lot you're gonna miss all right so i do one more yep okay ma have you seen it i have not seen it yet spell it out ma yeah ma so two of these are 2019 movies. I forgot the first one you said. All three of these are 2019. Oh yeah,
1: Bloodline was the first one. Yep. Uh, Ma, exactly what I'm talking about. Fun slasher, teen party type shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not gonna say anymore. But I really enjoyed it. That's all I gotta say. I hear sirens in the background. Fitting. Fitting. Dude, there hey. was a cop sitting in my fucking alleyway last night. Nothing. That's nothing to do with you this but
0: <laughs> when you're well, we out there they
1: fucking pull over my when trailer. you're
0: registered they gotta keep tabs on you so no they're there mm-hmm. for my fucking sure. room <laughs> okay so um, yeah we, we were trying to figure out how we're gonna do these uh, shotgun reviews because we've got like 50 movies that you know since right we're trying a, to keep it right, short right so I'm gonna pick a couple out here Uh, I'll do a couple new ones, a couple old ones. Um, Let's talk about one of the new ones. Uh, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. I actually did see that, and I saw it in the theater. Um, I enjoyed it. Isn't it just called 47 Meters? No, it's 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. All right. 47 Meters Down is the first one with Ryan Reynolds' slam piece called uh, Blake Lively. But... This one is the sequel. Really no actors, actresses you're going to know about, but it's a fun movie. This is one... So what you were trying to get across with uh, The Gate is what this movie would be. So, for example, like The Gate is something where if I ever saw that on TV, I'd never watch it again. Yeah. I gave it a six. Whatever. It was fine. It'd be one of those where if we had a group of friends and we were talking about like cheesy movies and whatnot... Uh, I could see putting it on. But this is a movie that w- was actually kind of fun because my idea of a fun horror movie is one that's a little bit of action, something that's going on that you can watch and enjoy together. And this one had some of that as well. Not as good as the uh, first one, but, I mean, it's a 2019 movie, so I'm not getting you uh, a review. But I'd say check it out. I mean... I'm not into shark movies. I kind of am. This was a fun movie, so I really you know, didn't have any problem uh with that so um also let's talk about another newer one that i recently saw and this is kind of a kid's one but i did go to the theater to also see scary movies to tell in the dark this one got a lot of buzz i read that book really when i was little so your mom read it to you helped you with the big words at least (laughs) it was it's 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 pretty decent uh it's, uh, I would, if I was in middle school and I had to go to the movie with a bunch of my friends, this would be like the perfect movie to go to. So I would say it's a little juvenile for someone like me or, or I would say any of us. But, you know, it, it does what it can for a, a PG-13. So, um, you know, still a pretty decent movie. And the last one uh, that I will talk about is... Big Trouble in Little China. So yeah, let's let's bring it oh, back a little man, bit yeah. right here. Yes, I love Excellent. some John Carpenter. Carpenter, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. I love that movie. Yes. So this movie we can get right into it because you know we, we don't we can do ratings on on non reason busy bee we don't do ratings on 2019s is because we do a big end of the year, sure, you know, sure. special. Yeah, so, yeah. no, I gave... So, Big Trouble, Little China is 1986. It's a PG-13 movie, 99 minutes long. I gave this one a seven and a half. So, this was a pretty good, pretty fun movie. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell is homeboys with John Carpenter. So, yeah. you're going to see him in a lot of John Carpenter movies. This one, uh, The thing Escape from L.A., mm-hmm. as well. So, he plays a badass trucker. You uh, got... I mean... I went through a phase when I was probably in fifth, sixth grade, where it was like Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee movies, uh, Kurt Russell. So I mean, you know, the yeah. badass yeah. Beat em ups. This was right up my alley. This, it, it, and this was a first watch for me. If I saw this as a kid, this fucking would probably, really? yeah, this would probably be like my all-time favorite movie because this oh, was like yeah. fucking awesome. It's like Mortal Kombat elements in there. Yes. Yes, I, I had thought I saw this before, but. Uh, no this is this was the first watch I mean I might have caught like a couple snippets here and there on TV but uh-huh. yeah dude this I was like this movie's is So
2: John Carpenter like f- 3 4 years ago rewrote that whole in, uh like movie into comics did it with uh, really? a really it's it's awesome you got to read them like and, and oh, yeah shit. Oh it's, it's it's sweet like yeah he, it's over. legit like, Nice. I love that.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool as fuck. I've heard enough people talk about it where I think it's it was. Is um, it? It's not really a horror, though, right? It's, I, it's yeah. People consider it horror. Really? I would. Yeah, I would say it's. I mean, the only reason so this right here only has either what I consider horror movies or what is considered horror movies, and I wrote it in here because I think I heard a couple people make the argument of it being horror. Um, I would have a hard time, even for myself, saying it's horror. I would say at the very, very, very most, it's fringe horror. But, I mean, it is pretty dark in certain Mm. spots. So, I mean, it's not like your average, like, you know, Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme beat him up. Because there is pretty dark scenes with the, you know, the three, um, whatever I would call those. Zombies. No, well, I guess they kind of are zombie slash uh, like. I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen it? No. Oh, well, yeah, they're I mean, not. I don't know. I would call them zombies. They're like World uh, warrior type. No, they're they're. I mean, they look like. Uh, I think Raiden yeah. was actually based yeah. upon yeah. one of the main characters, Raiden from Mortal Kombat. So, really? Yeah. yeah. He he really
2: did a good job of tying in like with like some eastern sort of yeah. like mysticism and brought it. Uh, but that character who's you know it's just uh, you, you can't help but love him he's the right. lovable loser yeah. that gets thrown into the situation oh
0: and the chick from Sex and the City is in it yeah so she's yeah. a love interest yeah the, the, the,
2: the fun fact with that is that she they, he wanted a, an actress with green eyes and the whole the plot line is like this you know this this the storyline is or this mystical uh, script is uh, some girl with green eyes. The, oh she hit, yeah, she, yeah. She put in contact. It was like killed her eyes back in the eighties. Like she oh, was shit. like the one that like, looks
1: like a horse.
2: What's her name of no. 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 that? Not, the, no, not yeah. That's uh, Sex in the City. Sarah Jessica Parker,
0: yeah. not her. It's now, the now, other this was one Terry.
2: Kim, from, uh, from Kim oh, Bassett, oh, yeah. or no? Kim no. Reynolds. She was a mannequin in the eighties. Yeah. There's a couple other movies she was in. But making jokes. uh I uh, love that movie. That movie mm-hmm. is a quintessential like eighties. I uh, think the biggest
0: biggest yeah. reason it gets uh the horror cred is because it's John Carpenter, but and Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell, yeah. I love Kurt so. Russell. No, those are those are my three. Uh so we're gonna jump over to uh, Busy B for his one and then we're each gonna do one more and we're gonna yeah, wrap so- it up.
2: Just keeping it on with the uh, the bracket that was done out in March, you know, uh, the final gore. Uh, I had to at least get in on some of these movies. And uh, the other, uh, we just started, you know, my wife and I were trying to figure out, balancing some young kids and stuff, like, hey, let's just watch some movies. And one that kept popping up on our list was uh, A Quiet Place. I like John Krasinski. I think he's a, he's a good, you know. Do you watch being. The Office? Big office fan, yeah. yeah big fuck office you. fan, Boston. Uh, uh, go, I'm going in. Uh, we got an office uh, Christmas or me, a ho- uh, Halloween party. I'm going as Prison Mike. Uh, uh, so I thought
1: about doing Facebook. Just right, here. <laughs> but, Yeah,
3: Boston. <But>, uh, <laughs> I uh, get it.
1: Yeah,
2: it uh, Prison might be fun. That, um, that one, you know, hit me kind of differently, you know, raising a young family. Because the opening
0: uh, fucking scene kicks you in the fucking uh, the nuts.
2: Uh, you know, as a father um, and as a, a spoiler that like, like playing with the like, kids and, and, and no. shit too. Uh, and then uh, knowing uh, American Sign Language, no. <laughs> no, 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 neither. I know it, this. Yeah, uh, here's, a, here's a little secret of that movie. Um, doesn't matter if you got uh, subtitles on or not. It's a uh, fucking, yeah. Play it really well done. I think did a good job. Uh, I think it was his first movie directed, but. Yes, his um, first feature yeah. another one. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> I think it's under wrap. I think it's. I think you yeah, wrapped already. Yeah, too, yeah so yeah. uh But. Yeah, I, I I thought it was really well done. I would put it more on the suspense thriller end uh, if anything. I don't know. I mean, the boring end. No, no. But yeah, it definitely got. I mean, I I, I took a couple pictures of my wife watching it with me. And yeah, it was a lot of like hands over the mouth. Yeah. Like, Oh my god. And yeah. I, and a couple times I'm like, we don't have to watch this. Like I I'm I am like the heart rate is going. Beard. I think that is something for people who have kids more yeah I, I, I think if I watched it five years ago I would have been like come on let's go let's do yeah. this yeah uh, the thing I like in, in movies like that kind of also throws to like a Shaun of the Dead is that let's fucking do this sort of thing at the end where you do the cock the shotgun we yeah. got this we're gonna yeah. take care of this and I love that sort of like resolution to a movie and it had that um, but really yeah I, I enjoyed that I think as far as uh, modern you know, uh, suspense thriller or yeah. uh, did a good thing Yeah. yeah. Uh, fun yeah. fact with that the cochlear implant the chick that had on her ear yeah. most of it's done at the University of uh, Iowa no so shit. all those people Shout that have that uh, there's just another little tie to a good old so Iowa. It's busy, be you got to be on every
1: fucking episode. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just drop a time. Yeah. Uh, What's your rating on
2: it? Uh, definitely give that. I I give that a. Uh, in, in, if I'm gonna have to rate it between the two that in the Hereditary, I'm gonna say I give this a modern score. I'm gonna give it a, a seven and a half. Very nice. Thought thought it carried well. You know, also plays to that whole thing of, like, you know, there's only so much dialogue in the movie. Right. Uh, I like the fact that they played Neil Young, Harvest Moon. Like, he... Like, there was clear, like, budget stuff in that. There was things that I would, you know, that I looked into that a normal... Like, my wife would watch it differently. So, I was getting something out of that She wasn't... She was looking at it one way. So, I thought that it played deeper into, you know different mindsets. Yeah, like, man, you you know, like to say, you, Darius, would see it one way, I might see it a different, but at the end, yes. still fulfilling movies, still, like, carried well. God, that, plot. That's a good perspective on yeah. it. I mean. I, uh,
0: I had A Quiet Place ranked number 13 on my top 15 of 2018. I gave it a 9. I loved it. It's cool. it, it is but objectively, objectively
2: a good movie, but... Yeah. Tough one I would think to watch in the theater. That would be a real, real hard one. That would be one where um, I probably wouldn't finish the popcorn. So, yes. So that, I think part of the reason I, and I
0: haven't seen it since I saw it in theater, but the big thing I always joke about on the show is that my wife hates horror movies. I get her to go to one per year with me, and it's on my birthday. That one just so happened to be in the theater in April of last year, so that was a movie we went to. And I think part of the joy I had was, like, everybody else in the theater and her, like, just, like, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, every everybody was so fucking nervous to make a sound. Yeah. Like, there was full bags of popcorn at the end because you didn't want to hear Chomping on the popcorn. I mean, dude, it was fucking intense. Like, you, like, you're sitting there like this, not wanting to move. Like, you know, when they're not moving, you're not moving. I mean, you felt like totally. you did a really good job yeah. making you feel like you were
1: in. You can hear people... Holding their breath, yeah, maybe yeah. not hearing them yep. breathe. So okay, well,
0: let's wrap up poor happenings here. You got one more you want to go over then?
1: Yeah, uh, Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Oh, fucking right, it is way fucking fun. Yes, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Ah, I, I want to say it was ever scary, but it takes a it's lot fun. for me to get scared. There's one scene with the zombie penis that had I me mean, laughing oh, my ass off, yeah. but.
2: It is pretty disembodied. Yes, yeah. it's, oh, it's,
1: it's, it's it's pretty bro comedy. So I don't know if the
0: females are like,
1: yeah, it's funny. It, it's if a if funny you're in it, yeah, it's funny. If
0: you're not all uppity and you know super liberal and get offended easy, you'll like right.
2: It. Yeah, it's I good. don't think that that genre really falls like that. You would end up going to that.
0: Right, you're not gonna go watch that. <laughs> I mean, if you yet. see a movie called "Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse," you better be pretty. It, know it, what you're getting into.
1: It's funny and it's fun. And I think it's something you could watch with your significant other yeah. who isn't into the scary movies during mm. Halloween. Nice. Okay.
0: okay, so my last one to wrap up Horror Happenings. Uh, we're going to talk about another first-time watch for me. Um, and this is 1987. So same year as The Gate. The Gate. This is a vampire movie. Give you some hints. It's considered one of the most famous vampire movies. Oh, Le- Friday Night? No. No. American um, Werewolf. Been, no. Shy with no. no. It's got another actor that had a debut when he was pretty young. Uh, Brad Pitt. No. And his dad is a very accomplished actor. Brand, No. Brandt- ben Siller. Um, it also has Corey Feldman
2: in it. Oh, Lost Boys. Yes. Oh, love oh, that oh, yes. That is a gr- that showed up on my my buddy's uh, top horror. No horror shit. Movies, and I didn't even think of that as a horror. Movie. No oh, shit. And it, it is. Oh, it's it totally oh, is. Yeah. I dated a girl totally in high school. Love that movie. Uh,
3: yeah. I
2: was great, great uh, uh, main title song too.
0: Oh yeah, it was. Uh, uh,
2: so we're talking about. Well, Queefer Sutherland, right? Queefer, yeah, oh, yeah. Queefer.
3: <laughs> but
2: yet he wasn't the main actor; it was the other dude. Who that guy's like? Yeah, just been
0: nobody's yeah. really ever heard of him. And then you had oh, and then and there's Corey Feldman. The both of the Corys
2: Oh yeah, I did have Corey. Yeah, hey, had yeah, both Cor- yeah. That's
0: right. Both yeah, Corey Corys, Haim yeah. was yeah. I'd say Corey Haim was a main actor. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Two brothers. Uh, yeah. And, and his main. older brother's one that never. Again, yeah. That thing. Yep. Uh, we they don't got relate, but Corey, at the end, yep. well, we're siblings. We love each yep.
0: So I will say, again, I had never seen this before, so... Never you never seen know, before? Man. No, it was a first-time watch for me. Oh my God. I watched yeah, this for the far, first man. time on July 23rd, 2019, because um, I read the dates of when I watched movies, too. Yeah, you're So weird. July 23rd, 2019, I watched this. Uh, Lost Boys, 1987, 97 minutes long. I gave it a six and a half, so probably a lot lower than a lot of other people. But, again, wow. you know...
2: Man, it's so close I've, to the gate. I feel that that's, like... Light years ahead of the game. The story. It's like not. I, it, I
0: gave it a half point more than the wow. game. Wow. Yeah. I compare it to I'm maybe
1: playing. like Scream, where it's like a teenager. Yeah.
0: See, I haven't seen Scream in so long. Where I know that's like that is in a lot of people's top five, top wow. ten, top five I horror would movies. Last time.
2: Over no oh,
0: shit. Oh yeah. Wow.
2: I would um, not. The story is. You so gotta watch it again. You gotta oh, watch I, it again. I, I do. I, yeah. I would.
0: I'd be curious to see what your rating by on curious? it would be, but no, I, I gave it <laughs> by, by curious. about Are you HIV positive about <laughs> Are it? Are you positive? I'm HIV <laughs> positive. Hold oh down. my God. Funny story. customer of mine on Friday gave me this whole has fucking AIDS. backstory on her cat that has feline AIDS. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. She tells me this as her cat's like crawling inside of my fucking bay, <laughs> jumping on my fucking... And she's like, "Well, he can't go outside, so make sure you don't let him outside because it's contagious." Yes, I'm like, bitch, I got fucking dogs, head. man. Am I gonna give my dogs AIDS when I go? And I mean, I mean, everybody puts peanut butter on their shit. I mean, I don't want to give my dogs AIDS. <laughs> so what you're saying is you have feline AIDS? Now. Yeah, you are probably a do. You look like one. I probably right? do. He I definitely like, does. Like wow. when I first met him, there's me only yeah, a little bit of peanut animals. butter I let him lick off, but that's apparently enough to do it. All you gotta do is dip that toe in, and you're in a fucking whole world. No.
2: <laughs> Focus on the relationship.
0: Let's let's reel this back in here. So, The Lost Boys, six and a half. You know, I liked it, <clears throat> and six and a half isn't a bad score uh, by any means. Um, it's just like I said, I have a hard time uh, putting older movies aside, forgiving. I mean, a lot of the things, it's really not even their fault. It's the fault of the times, whether it's technology or, you know, different techniques with, with you know, shooting stuff and script writing and all that. I just have a hard time putting that stuff aside. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I, I rate it six and a half. And and I will say there's other movies on here that are rated higher than it. And the big thing I do when I do a rating is, is what would I rather watch more? I mean, I'm looking at other movies here that are above that, uh, that people will probably laugh at. Um, I mean, let's find. There's probably something you haven't even fucking heard of on here before. Um, I mean, I gave Velvet bumps, but, well, That's a new one. I'm not. Gonna yeah, tell you what that but is.
2: think of the swerve at the end of that movie where it's it, it's like it just carried itself so well. And it,
0: what do you mean the where, when the, know, like gets the stepdad
2: is the the actual the main oh, vampire? Yeah, that. but
0: I saw that coming from a fucking mile away. And, you know, the reason why is because that is a very main actor. So me yeah, watching he, this he, now, he, yeah. I was like, I knew that guy was going to be just, a bigger – Yeah, he's not just going to be the owner of the video store yeah, with yeah. a f- couple scenes. He's going to be part of it. You so. have
2: to, and, then, and then when I watched the <laughs> I was the same way. I, I knew right away. I was like, I know this, this actor is way bigger and needs to be you –
0: know, Right, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: But the the thing that really got me with with that movie that works well is not only you have Kiefer as the bad guy, but it's also the whole dojo behind it. It's like each one of those extra side bad guys carries a little bit of story with them. Yeah. Uh, And then as well, you've got the you know the buddy team up where the ones the the vampire expert the something brothers to do what the
0: fuck are they called the the Badger Brothers or whatever. No, the the frogs. The frog yeah. brothers? Uh, yeah. I think yeah, they're the yeah. frog brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it is what it is. It's it's I mean, fuck it, it's a first time watch at, at thirty five years old. It you know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think
3: nostalgia like,
2: holds a little bit deeper with me, but I think for that, sure. that story warrants like it's light years ahead of the game. Like yeah. light years. Definitely... Right.
0: I mean you can argue there's a lot of things. The acting is better in this, the story's probably better, but the way I'm rating it is, is, is based upon what I'd rather watch more. Yeah. And, and like I said, I mean, it's a six and a half compared to a six. There's definitely yeah.
2: a feeling to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. A theme throughout the whole way. The feeling carries throughout the whole way. Right. It's, All right. Well, um, it, I, the fun fact with that, I think, uh, in what I read was, they wanted Kiefer really bad, and he wouldn't do it unless he, the band that did the title song to that was in he's it. And he was like, he was way into this band. And he's like, I won't do it unless you you let him in. And they're like, all right. Yeah. yeah. He was Blondie. Talk about all
0: that. Uh, <laughs> Blondie was <clears throat> hot as fuck in video drama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's wrap this up. Let's get back on track. We have... Uh, I mean, basically, the last thing we have next to the segment is the second feature. So, anyone want to say anything before we get into second feature? I do. I want to say something. <laughs> pour me a beer. I have to piss. Also, I got to yeah. pee, too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? You got to pee? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Peeing. We'll okay, fine. We'll take a break. This. We'll be right back.
3: Talk is cheap, motherfucker.
0: And we're back. Right,
1: we are... Boss Tuna had to take a shit, like a major shit.
0: Drunk Darius had to do a couple bumps. He's yeah, I wish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, He's baking. trying to get shot for his cat AIDS. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You do have cat I, AIDS. I, tra- I transferred cat AIDS to everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> they're called feline AIDS.
0: No, you got cat AIDS. Oh, <laughs> Good God. Kid. Let's uh, let's let's keep this back uh, keep this on the rails here. So we are gonna jump into second feature review, and we're just gonna bust right into it. So Hereditary, 2018.
2: We're drinking this pumpkin beer.
3: <laughs> First off,
0: yeah.
2: uh, winner, winter, winner, winner. Yeah, I was gonna say
0: yeah. This Hereditary. So the reason this whole show came about is Hereditary was the winner. Of our March Madness Final Gore uh, challenge, we did, was that fucking seven months ago? Yeah, in March. (laughs) Yeah, seven months ago we did this and we're finally, hey, but you know what, it took a lot of work getting everything planned and whatnot, so. I voted for something else. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. the new studio. (laughs) Yep, yep, the new studio. Got burnt down and then we built a new one. (laughs) you right. building from, starting from the from from bottom of our hair. Yep. Um, we did crack into, so I didn't realize the basic bitch, basic Becky that uh, Busy Bee brought is uh, a pretty pretty fancy beer. So it's a 12-ounce bottle. Ten bucks for this bottle. Smelling it, it, it it kicks you right in the fucking labia with pumpkin. Right in the cat aids. Yep. And I'm going to give it a little sip here. Oh man, that's uh,
2: I like that one quite a bit. Every flavor listed is like right yes. dancing around your mouth. I, guess I like
0: that. it quite a bit. It's fucking good. The flavors he's talking about is pumpkin, cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg, coriander, clove, caraway, and a lady punch, and they are definitely front and center. Yeah. So mm-hmm. pretty it's good. It's a pumpkin spice latte for you. Yep.
1: Basic battery, really that day. it's really
0: good. But yeah, hereditary 2018. It was the winner overall. We had quite a few people voting and involved in that. It beat out every. What was the movie that it beat in the end? Was it Cargo?
2: I, uh, I, I think know. so. What's it, Cargo? I think Cargo. it was Cargo. I think so.
0: I think it beat out Cargo for the yeah, number one. I uh, like
2: the Facebook page. Go check it out. There's a, a post. Maybe you guys can pin to the top again.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, if you guys want to go back. I don't know if you can vote anymore, but you can actually take a look and see. No, oh, next um,
2: year is going to be a lot better. I know yep. that. I think we got it figured out.
0: Yeah, uh, we're going to do it where you vote for all, every, all of them, all at one time, rather cool. than
2: four different times. Yep,
0: that was that was one. Th- I got feedback from a few different people, and they said that it it would just be better to vote. You know, all of them at once rather than this one week and that next week. If people get busy, they miss it, and. What not as well. But no, it, Hereditary did win. And it, and I mean, really, it wasn't even close. It, it, it kind of pretty much swept every... I don't even think it was really close with any of them. Yeah.
1: So... I think it won most people's best horror movie, even right. outside of our podcast.
0: Yep. So there's no su- surprise in that. But Hereditary, it is a 2018. It was considered one of the best, not only horror movies of last year, but it was a really overall respected movie of 2018 so I mean you don't even have to put it in the horror movie right genre this was just a good overall movie uh in general it is long I mean it's rated R very long it's over two hours um DD what do you think this got on IMDB nine I don't know if any movie ever has a nine it's seven three what do you think uh BB this got on Rotten Tomatoes
2: uh, I think I kind of flipped through some of these reviews. I thought it was well underrated through review sites. So yeah. I'm gonna put Wrong. Uh, don't they do it like, higher like percentage, right? Yep on Ron. I yep. think it was Run. like 73 or something. 89. Yeah. Oh yep. that's pretty good. Yep.
0: So this was directed by Ari Aster. We've talked about him. Um, he is an up and comer for sure. I mean, really he he did a whole bunch of shorts. I have not seen any of his shorts, and we've kind of teased the idea of doing a bonus episode about some horror movie shorts. But uh, this is only his, well, I mean, this was his first feature, and he's only got two out. So we talked earlier about Midsummer, but Hereditary was his first feature. He did obviously write and uh, direct it, same with uh, Midsummer as well. This is starring Toni Collette, which she is a pretty, I don't know that I'd call her an A-list actor, but I'd say B or B+. plus. I mean, she's pretty well known. She's um, been in a ton of shit. She's been in a ton of yeah. stuff, yes. And, and she's actually got a pretty impressive horror movie repertoire as well. So, most notable, obviously, besides this, would probably be Sixth Sense. She was in the Fright Night remake. Uh, she was in Krampus, which is one of my favorite... Have you ever seen Krampus?
2: No, but there is a comic of it. <coughs> I, I've read some of it. I, I, I read I read a lot of comics, um, mainly uh, on the digital side. There's uh, tons of cool uh, yep. stuff. You, if you got a library card, that could be a sweet. into like some oh. free comic book sites. For really? Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. That uh, this. Hoopla is a great one. I'd oh you,
0: yeah, you gave me the Hoopla one for right. audio stuff. I and it's got yeah. kind of movies, so you
2: can get you can download a bunch of a free stuff. I'd recommend it. Okay, Yeah. Various for sure. Get a library card.
0: He.
1: Struggles
2: with yeah. your I, I struggle. Yeah, with my Down syndrome, I beat that. I told you, I beat that.
0: He's slowly. My six-year-old is teaching him how to read. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Krampus, <laughs> Krampus, uh, is, is actually a very good Christmas horror movie. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, if you read the comics, you do yourself. I'll I'll, I'll bet you that. That is a movie I can see Netflix picking up here next month for its Christmas run. And, and I'm pretty sure it actually... I Actually, I think the first time I saw it... You know what? Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. I believe I did see this on Netflix a couple of years ago. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I watched this on Netflix um, when we were down in Key West. It was... I remember it was like a really shitty... It was a really shitty uh, day. We were supposed to go out fishing, uh, so we're down in Key West watching like Christmas horror movies. And this is that was the first time I saw Krampus. I'm pretty sure I saw it on Netflix. So Velvet Buzzsaw that that one is on Netflix for sure. She was in that as well. So Tony Collette, pretty legit actor. Check her out.
2: I think her very attractive too. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. She, she has cankles,
0: which I have a problem with, but yeah, she's pretty good for get being a 49 Get the dude. Dude. That kind of aids to get into your brain. Yeah. I hope you get a divorce real soon. Well, my next <laughs> wife ain't going to have cankles, I'll tell you that. I mean, my current wife doesn't, but that's that's a deal-breaker. She's got,
2: like, broken ankles. right? <laughs> yeah, right. Because my crossover on is sick. <laughs> okay, let's
0: get this back on track here. Millie Shapiro... She uh, is Charlie, and obviously she's young. This is one of her nah, first uh, roles. You got
2: that wrong. That is the guy from uh, Stranger Things. It's, ben Shapiro? A man. No, Ben <laughs> Shapiro is
0: not. We're fucking with you.
3: No, no Millie it's Shapiro,
0: it's Shapiro right. is Charlie. <laughs> and I don't watch Stranger Things, so I don't know. It these is, seriously,
2: it's the same looking dude. <laughs> It is,
0: yeah. They look the same?
2: Yeah. I'll have to uh, I'll have to check that out.
0: Miller Shapiro is Charlie. Gabriel Byrne, actually. So, <coughs> I yeah. am, yeah, so I'm a big fan of, um I don't know why, Stigmata and End of Days. I fucking love those movies. Oh, uh, yeah, Stigmata, that's right. Yes, I love those movies. So, yeah. like, when I first saw this and Gabriel Byrne, I'm like, oh, that guy's fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And... He he yeah so he, he it's quite a bit of a different role than in those two movies but no Gabriel Byrne played the father he was Steve he was yeah, stick you know
2: I wonder with that that him taking that role he's like uh you so I'm gonna play like way back on this like I'm really not you know yeah he you was want me? yeah you know, type yeah of thing? I don't think yeah. he's necessarily struggling and he can certainly pick the roles he wants and. Uh, this, this director's got some clout if he's pulling in a guy like that yeah. just to play a role like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about that too because I, yeah, yeah, I've got some things to say about that. But Gabriel Byrne, obviously, again, Stigmata, End of Days, uh, Ghost Ship, those are his horror cred. I mean, he is, he's been in a shitload of stuff, but that's his horror cred as well, and then Alex Wolf was Peter, obviously another young actor, so he doesn't have much of a uh, resume yet. He was in the
2: show on HBO uh, in Therapy. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yep. And he it w- and he was in a movie with Gabriel Byrne before too.
0: Really? Yeah. He's I didn't write actor. it down. I didn't think it was yeah. important yeah, enough really. for me to write down. But yeah, he he was also in uh, Babysitter. I believe with uh, Joan Hill. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Wow. Yep. He was in that as well. But I mean, again, those are typically with these we try to do uh, keep it horror themed as well. But right, you know, yeah. they're young actors, so we'll chat a little bit. So, um, getting into trivia. So the tagline for this movie: "Every family tree hides a secret." Uh, to say the fucking least, I love that's how ambiguous that. Family yeah. tree. Every family tree hides a secret. I was like, God, love it. Fucking Aster is a fucking genius. Um, Tony Collette, as big of an actress as she is, she had told her agent, she was like, I'm done. I'm not doing any more dark films or horror movies or whatever. You know, Krampus apparently was going to be one of the last ones, but obviously Aster... He's a a fucking, he's a magician when it comes to just filmmaking in general. So he sent her the script. She read it. She's like, can't say no. She should have won a fucking Oscar. She should have. And there is a huge following, or not following, but there's a huge, you know, group that was pushing for her to win it. And there's a lot that believed she should have won it. But, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I mean, she did win the role. uh, Or not, she didn't win the role. She took the role just because of how brilliant the writing was.
2: Yeah, I think it was an actor's script on that because the backstories and the character development in that there was so much that it just appealed to anybody yeah. who who I mean I'm sure he had a line of people out the door wanting to play any of those roles. Yes. Role. Uh, so the part of that, just to tag in with that, that the he wrote like before he even wrote a the full movie, biography, he wrote a detailed backstories in every character. Yep. So I mean, to hand hand you not only the script, but to say this is who The backstory playing.
0: is yes. better than the
2: script. I mean, you as an actor or actress is just like you're, uh, you're, you, you just don't even train, have to act at true. that point. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, <coughs> he
0: having, made it so easy.
2: Yeah. And, and she's he, he's got that it factor. You can tell, like he he he's something. Yeah. He's dude. He's fucking buzzing, man. Yeah. yeah. You
0: know, and that was part of it too is is just like she she was quoted in an interview saying that you know, even though she's only 49 years old, she's got a shit ton of film cred. She said that he is the most prepared actor or director that she's ever worked with. So I mean, I, I think I read somewhere as well too that he has 15 uh, scripts or stories that he has fleshed out. That he's hoping to make into feature films. So obviously Hereditary, Midsummer, are one of them. But a lot of it comes with his own personal backstory. Like He's got some personal issues and family issues that he hasn't really gotten into detail with. But I look at it with my favorite bands of all time. Which are like Metallica and Tool and Megadeth. The the best fucking songs, the best albums they make are when they're in the most pain. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, you know, James Hetfield from Metallica when he is on a fucking bender, you know, drunk in fucking the Soviet Union hunting bears. And he's drinking a fucking liter of vodka every right. day. Pumps mm-hmm. out just, you know, genius level so music. The story behind,
2: like, Enter Night was, like, Crib Death? Uh, Enter Sandman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that it, I don't was know. yeah. it was a Stern interview. It was pretty, I was like, was well,
3: shit? Yeah. So, well, we
1: went and saw Slipknot earlier this year. We did Iowa State Fair. <laughs> but people say their best albums Five of Five, <coughs> and you hear them talking about it. They're all fucked up. Yeah, during yeah. that album. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, same thing. I mean, he he's if he's got fifteen, if he all the the guy's like younger. I think he's fucking degenerate Darius's age. Uh, is he? Yeah, he's young. I think he's in his early low thirties. Oh, that's older than me. um I mean he's already got fifteen fucking fully fleshed out and and you know, some people say, Well I've got a script for you. Well, do you have a script or do you have a fucking Ari Aster? Here's fucking a script with a twenty page, you know, biopic of your right it's uh, very your character, you it's know. Very detailed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, again, he is an up and coming actor that
2: is um,
0: it's gonna be yeah, you Yeah,
2: you're, like you said, it, it's a. He's got that it factor. He's yeah. got the buzz. I am interested in any movies he is going to do. I will be watching. Uh, Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah, sure. Check it out. Um, yeah. Yeah, as a as a film buff like myself, totally, really happy that I I got to watch this movie. Uh, definitely, right out the gate. Uh, I mean, he, <laughs> and, and, and being a Kubrick fan too, you can tell that this guy has been influenced by the Yeah, right? yeah, Talking absolutely. Directors, yes. He, he Down to the little details, you know, in the first five minutes, it really set the pace of, I need to pay attention to this, this scene means something. Yeah. For me, writing notes for a movie on this was very uh, uh, entertaining. It yeah. was not a labor at ah. all to, to do this. It was fun.
0: Yeah. And the most exciting thing is that he is so fucking young, and it's like this is just the tip of the iceberg. But you know, I mean, you can go back. There's there's a lot of directors that basically blew their load on their first fucking movie, and for him to follow up with something like Midsummer, kind of like solidified it to me. You know, much like you know Jordan Peele. Right. I think we're in a horror renaissance. Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, so, there's I mean, definitely. and Robert Eggers, too. I mean, th- I,
2: I, I, have you Did you have you have seen uh, The Witch? No, no, but it, that, that, me doing I have the on this, Eggers' name came up a lot. Yes. I and mean, it may be right down. I'm going to definitely check out his. I name.
0: have his DVD if you want to borrow it. Yeah. So, The what Witch.
2: I, what, yeah, uh, what's the DVD again?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're Digital uh, no video disc I don't watch movies on did the on albums?
2: You know. right. Do you have that on vinyl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. I've got, I got a record Eggers. player, but I don't have a DVD player. I've got a <laughs> Blu-ray thing that I'd have to dust off. Oh man, which is
0: crazy. so yeah, I mean, it, not not to get too far off topic here, but yeah, Robert Eggers is another one. So he came out with The Witch, which, 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 <laughs> that's a great fucking restaurant place sandwich. But anyways, no, that movie is 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 pretty great too. Very different from these, but also very similar um he's a genius in the way that he writes dialogue so he did the entire witch with old English so yeah so the way I mean you, you really have to kind of set yourself you almost say subtitles yeah, yeah. yeah you almost do because I mean it is literally I old English that. I love those oh styles. dude you, you might really like this one then mm. I mean he the the movie is supposed to take place in like 1600 something. And he wrote it with the fucking dialogue and the way people talk in 1600. Um, and then he's got his other one that's coming out called The Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson. Ooh, yes. And, just and yes, White. Robert Pattinson and Willem uh, Dafoe. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. The Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe. And that movie is already getting just bomb fucking reviews. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yep. all over the
0: place. So he's another one too. I mean, we literally are in a fucking renaissance of directors, we have three young directors between Jordan Peele, which I think Jordan Peele, in my opinion, would be fucking third place out of those two guys. I think he's number one. Yeah, well, you he would. He's more fun, dude. I don't know. I don't have
2: know. You guys, but, have you guys seen any of the uh, um, his project with CBS with the Twilight Zone? No, no, no. And I, just had a I love. Text me. Say, have you seen any of that? And I was like,
0: no. I, I love old Twilight Zone. Like I that's one of the it. things I will watched all of this day is old twilight zone
2: <clears throat> absolutely i
0: remember i literally remember in sixth grade 1996 homesick my grandma came to my mom's house to watch me and it happened to be i think it was in november they did the uh twilight zone marathons yeah yeah i don't know maybe i'm wrong but it was a twilight zone marathon and we watched when i was sick like fucking 10 15 Twilight Zone, and I'm like in sixth grade watching you know black and white things from the 60s, really and I was good. blown away how good it was. So oh, yeah, got yeah, yeah. a special place in my heart yeah. for that. So, so back to the movie. Yeah, so let's get let's get uh, back on track here. We're in the trivia segment right now. Um, my favorite thing I read about the trivia was that there was a mistake at a theater, and. Do you guys remember last year when Peter Rabbit, the kids, P, rated G, yeah. was out? Well, someone screwed up, and they put the trailer for Hereditary in between, like, fucking Disney and all this other bullshit for the, uh, Peter Rabbit. And the trailer was shown um, where, where you've got, like, families with little kids. Right. And it caused minor panic. So, you know, kids are crying, and the theater, like, ended up having to – like, shut the, the movie down and families leaving and whatnot. I was like, that'd be fucking great. This is like the last movie you want to have play trailer in a fucking Disney movie. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, let's see here. So,
2: it was Billy's first movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really was. I think she's only got three film credits total right now, yeah. doesn't she? Currently, yeah. Um, uh, again, a big thing. Ari Aster worked hard for the scares that he wanted, so he had a vision and an idea. Again, he is extremely prepared for this, so he really wanted to stay away from the uh, quote-unquote jump scares. So he wanted to elicit more of like the emotional. Mm-hmm. So that's why, I mean, really, you didn't have any jump scares on this one. You had, uh,
1: so, yeah. I mean, there, there. Actually,
0: there's one I can think of. Yeah, I
2: can think of one. Yeah, someone on the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, that's so I, I also thought so it was the good. quick like. Well, to me, I yeah. thought it was more of just a. Just a, a quick little cut to scare mm-hmm. was right screaming right. and then head head on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're going from one yeah. scary, like oh my gosh, she's freaking yeah. out too. I like. love that part. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Onward. Yeah, so he, and, and back with the trivia, he regularly listened to composer Colin Stetson's earlier music while writing the script. So yeah, well, that's actually, his buddy from
0: from film school, I think, right? Right, yeah.
2: right. And you can tell this guy is a film guy. Like yep. he 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 knows his shit. He's about yep. the details. Yep. Yep. So, um.
0: Getting back to when he chose his actors for the characters of uh, Charlie and uh, Peter, uh, he made it, I don't know how to say made, but I think it was intended that he wanted them to kind of hang out outside of the, the filming realm of it. So he kind of made them go on, I would say, uh, hangouts or dates or whatever, where they'd go out to dinner and they'd have to go in, uh, in, in, in character. So obviously Millie was pretty pretty quiet overall. So he would set her up with things like, "Hey, you're gonna go out to dinner, and he's gonna try to get this out of you, and you are gonna be tough to give it up." One of them was they had to go to the mall and they had to buy a sweatshirt, but he didn't know what kind of sweatshirt she wanted, and he had to kind of get that out of her. And one of the stories was is they were at dinner for like three hours one night and barely said anything because you know. So that, that kind of helped them with the way the characters were developed. Even though Millie wasn't in the movie that long. And, and they purposely, when they were cutting uh, teasers and trailers for it, they purposely cut it in to try to not to give anything away. So if you noticed, I never watched trailers. I watched a couple of them afterwards. A lot of the trailers were, were Charlie heavy. Because well, yeah, they were yeah. trying to do the opposite.
2: Like on Amazon Prime, if you pause it, it's her picture. Like, she Yeah, like,
0: she was only in the movie for like less than a quarter of it. Yeah. But they made it look like in the trailers that she was a main character. Just to kind of help, you know, kick you in the face when what yeah. happened happened. So. Mm. But um, um, let's see here. I, I guess...
2: I, to be honest, I thought this whole movie just shocked me with how much symbolism there was that made yes. me really take so many more notes. Like, I had no idea that I was getting into something like this that really just totally changed my whole mindset. Like, I really might want to focus a lot more on
1: this. Right.
2: And it might be hard for you, Darius, to, you know... The, the fun Like, quick, like... And, and I get uh. that, but this was one of those where... Shit, I really may have to every scene may mean something good. down the road here. Take, note yeah, take, take notes. Take right. notes,
1: and yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah, the first time I watched, it, I was bored. Then I heard a review about it. It's like fuck,
0: I gotta go back and watch it again.
1: It's like, <coughs> I, yeah, so I hate that hit. when you feel like you
2: missed something, no. and when everyone else's the buzz is there, and you're like. And
0: I'm guilty of that too, you know, right. because you read and listen to certain reviews, and these people talk
2: really good
0: and they're smart. Uh, and they make you feel dumb. But I'm one of the people that I purposely try to get lost in a movie um, so I don't look for certain things. Like I'm I'm like, you know, strap myself in, like just, you know, take me. I'm, I'm yours kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And this is one of those movies that the first time I watched it, I had no fucking idea about it any of the foreshadowing or symbolism so much shit in this. but i'm also the type of person will where i will not read a single review i will not watch a single trailer i go into movies as blind as i can um because even something that seems like it should be you know uh I wish I could have a movie at the top of my top. Well, how would
2: you? I mean, with this, it was just like to me. I don't even think this would have shown up on my radar. Well, I was gonna say
0: this is a this is a different movie because this one did not get a lot of publicity. Yeah, yeah. It 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 got a theater run surprisingly, but the theater run was actually not. I mean, it, it was intended only to be for like a weekend or two, but it got such a strong response that they did. Um, you know, that, I mean, they they gave it like a fucking four what six week run as well too so yeah. but um, that's all I have with trivia <coughs> unless you guys want to add anything well, a or...
2: side note is I watched this movie on Amazon Prime got a cool thing called x-ray so as soon as you like pause it brings up like a whole thing where you can tell you the song that's playing during it the, the actors in the scene and then as well all of the if you want to click over on trivia and you can just start scrolling through yeah I was like, holy shit! I've never seen a movie that has this much like all this buzz behind it. That it really made me, you know, I really even got even more into like wanting to watch this, wanting to really like figure out what's going on.
0: I tried. Cool. I tried so hard <clears throat> to get my to get my wife uh, to watch this movie because this is again, like you said, this this movie is uh, it, it's not a typical horror movie. This has got some elements that. I mean, it's it's got shock factor. It's got elements and surprises, and I think it's got pretty much everything that anyone that can appreciate good cinema, you know, should be able to find something out of this. And obviously, there's a couple scenes that might turn a couple people off, particularly in the end of the movie. But yeah, yeah, it's a pretty uh, it's like a pretty it. complete movie, <laughs> or turn some people on. I mean. Drunk Darius probably couldn't write notes on his lap anymore after seeing all the naked guys around. <laughs> Pitching a pyramid in his pants. But, uh...
1: <laughs> Your jokes are terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, they make me laugh, and that's all I matters.
1: <laughs> at least someone's laughing.
0: <laughs> it's got to be hard to take notes with a boner, but, you know, hey, we can overcome that. Okay, so let's get into uh, hereditary. Drunk Darius... Um, I am going to stall for a hot second here while you uh, get your notes ready to walk us through this. Yeah, and my notes. I will uh, get ready to pour us a beer. Uh, BB, why don't you uh, tell me what you want me to pour next, and Drunk Darius will introduce us to the opening part of the movie. That
2: basic, though, was nice. Oh, dude, wow.
0: I've been savoring I'm telling telling this. I'm you, nice.
2: If you find a prairie, grab it, any of their their stouts. I've got a, a sour there's uh, in here, too, didn't uh, preview, but, yeah, their stouts are legit. Uh, yeah, this is
0: pretty impressive.
2: Like, if, if we're going to Tulsa at all, I always tell us. We're like, always on in Tulsa. I'm I'm like, I won't like, be down hey, there, but we have hey, people that can needs, hook us hey, up. You need to stop by this place, and no one ever does, and it, now, like, if you've tried it, well now I know
0: I'll find out who's going the, down there next and I'll make them uh,
2: bring yeah. us back. A little.
1: Okay, so let's get. Okay, into yeah, hereditary. let's let's get in. So hereditary, it's basically surrounding a family of four. And, and let's get the characters
0: three. on point. I mean, obviously, I would be surprised if anybody listening to this has not seen the movie. Um, and it goes to say, most of our listeners know how we do things. We are going to spoil the shit on this movie. Right. We're going to go scene by scene through it. But yeah, yeah so uh, we'll, we'll get it. the characters out of the way. Basically, there's four characters in this entire movie, you need
1: kind of five. five with I'm the grandma.
0: Got to have Joan. Oh, oh yeah. Well, and yes, yeah, so with six grandma, I suppose. Six. Six. Yeah. grandma's not really Yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay. Let's get let's get them out of the way. So, grandma, well, grandma's no.
1: name is Ellen. Okay. And then the main character is the mom of the
0: family, Annie.
1: Annie, Annie. and it, it's a very it's a matriarch, matriarchal. Ma- yeah. matriarchal family. Yeah. So yeah. the mom always runs. Grandma's number one is ran right? it, She dies, yeah. and then the mom kind of runs. And that's Annie.
2: Yeah, Annie.
0: Steve is Gabriel Byrne. This is the dad. So it, yep.
2: what I had was Annie. She's a miniature uh, artist. She makes. Uh, she's into crafting. Does yep. like is, kind of weird dolls. Is that what she scenes. does? Yep. Yeah. She, okay. She, you know, the whole story is that she's got a show coming up. She's building these little scenes, right? So, like things like a little uh,
1: play—not a playhouse, a uh, dollhouse, yeah, houses, yeah. yeah. a, doll a dollhouse, yeah.
0: And then we have, yeah. So Gabriel it's Byrne is Steve. Steve; he's the husband. Dubin.
2: What he does, kind of a, you know, he's a lawyer. Right? He's yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: he yeah. I think he's a lawyer. He's yeah. got money for sure. They live in a decent place. Mm. Annie is Tony Collette; she's a miniature dollhouse kind of thing. Uh, Ellen, we don't know what she did. She was just a grandma. Millie Shapiro is a sister. That's Charlie.
2: Yep. I put her as a freshman. She's like probably
0: a, yeah. perfectly
1: creepy, weird looking little girl. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And then we have uh, Peter. Peter, who is... Upperclassman. High yeah, school. Probably, yeah. 16.
1: Recreational. 17. Studies. I don't want to say it, but he looks like a different race than the rest of them,
0: right? Yeah, I, I did notice that too. Yeah. yeah. Not to pull race into it, but yeah, he doesn't look...
1: He like, looks Middle East <clears throat> <than> the rest are all whitey. He looks adopted.
2: But I also think that ties with the theme of the entire story and how the ending is and where the Bible the, uh, yeah. originated and all that. Yeah.
0: Too. So as in that he was... That that Annie was Pregnated by someone else rather than Steve, or uh,
2: I just think that there's some symbolism to the fact that he plays a more of a uh, fertile crescent. Yeah, so it's, it's it's where Middle all Eastern. three major religions were founded. Yes, the yep. Abrahamic religions. Yep. Basically, we're we're like we're killing wheat people and oil. bread a society. Yeah, formed to yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I guess going there. I didn't
0: really I didn't really think of that actually, and that's a good point. And there's so much shit in this movie. And I was gonna say go back. Honestly. You you could tell me that fucking. Um, yeah, I mean you you could tell me what the fuck you wanted, I'd believe it. With, so with believe, this movie yeah, for sure. It, I think it's there's it's about 40 legit.
2: different scholars could break this thing down. Right,
0: and I'm gonna preface this. Typically, you know, I mean, this is our podcast, and you guys should. Listen to us, but I have no problem pimping out uh, Dustin Watson with the Horror Corridor episode number thirteen, where he does a phenomenal job breaking this down, and it's going to be pretty legit. He he is kind of like a scholar when it comes to this kind of stuff. So yeah yeah he he's it's a one man show. Um, I mean he he, he's the type of guy where we we do this for fun. I think he does this. (laughs) <laughs> to prove how much smarter he is than everybody else, but yeah, he does a really good job. Horror corridor, horror corridor, episode number thirteen, corridor. Yep, yep. it's a uh, hundred forty-seven minutes long, and it's fucking great. It'll it'll blow your mind on this. And right. and I will say that I did listen to it, but it was like a y- year ago or is a long time ago. So I tried not to listen to it to skew mm-hmm. what my right thoughts and everything. On we episode. are
1: the Joe Blow horror show, right? Because we're just random Joe Blows that don't know exactly. shit about anything. Sorry. Not sorry. But we're going to give you a real detailed <laughs> review.
2: Yeah, this is...
0: The whole thing is this is what we think about this. So, anyways... Oh, it's cool, yeah.
2: too, that everyone voted on this one, too. So, it gives a little more weight to this. I yeah, think, yeah. This is this what review. you guys
0: voted for. So, yep. Yep. So, this is... You guys picked this one swept everyone else. So anyways, yeah, let's I mean we we got the the cast of characters down. Let's get into the movie.
1: Okay, so Annie is the mother of the family. She's she's mostly the main character in this movie, I would say. But the whole family, the whole movie is about the whole family dynamic. Uh her mom dies in what they go to her funeral. And there's a bunch of people there that they don't know.
0: And if, I mean, there are some people that I will admit pick up on things um, better. And I did remember this in the first part, but I'm the kind of person where I'm like, like, I don't kind of put two and two together. But this is one of those movies where a lot of it is on the nose. And Ari Aster does give you everything you need really to pick the movie up. So you watch this movie one time and you know what's going on. Then you watch it again and you're you're just pulling pieces off of every single scene that just adds to the foundation of what he's built. So yeah, this this scene that uh, uh, Darius is talking about. Uh, well, first of all, I want to go back.
1: So Annie builds these little dollhouses mm-hmm. and she puts her mom in it and she has like a scary dream where she sees her mom standing there and she wakes up it's all a dream and this movie kind of like the camera work is good so it like zooms in to like the dollhouse and zooms out to the real house so sometimes you don't know if it's a dollhouse or their actual house the treehouse and everything but okay she's at the funeral and there's a bunch of people there that she doesn't know and she's like oh, I know my mom knew all these people and they're all like 60 year old people whatever not
0: all of them though I've got a couple not, of nuggets not, I found with not this. all of them right.
1: but she's like I don't know these people this, this comes in but it's later. you
0: don't when you watch it the first time you don't think much of it you don't but think it anything it tells you everything you need to know because she makes that little quip that says wow she was a know. private
2: person she would be shocked that there would be this many people here exactly yes. like yes yeah
0: yeah but part of it too is is like i've been to i, I hate fucking funeral i never go to a funeral unless i'm forced to go yeah. but this was not a big funeral <laughs> it's like fucking yeah. it was like literally the size of my garage here with people in there so um yeah you know you, you're like kind of it's like a double-edged sword you're like god there's a lot of people that she's not supposed to know but there's not a lot of people in here so,
1: well, I think it's more people that Amy doesn't know. It's like, yeah. how well, do right. you know yeah, that's, my mom? Yes,
0: that's the point they're trying to make. But yeah. the best part of this movie is everyone... I feel like, man, I'm not a big you know, fucking film guy where I'm going to blow my load on words like cinematography and stuff like that. But I will say every single scene or shot in this movie is with purpose. Yeah. So... When you see detail. people in yeah. there, we only talk about six main characters, but every single person you see is foreshadowing is foreshadowing something. and they're gonna play a role in in the future. And when I watched it the second time, I was surprised with
3: this when you gotta watch twice.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, it's one of those. And, and that's why the shining is one of my favorites, is that there's so much more deeper into it the yep. more I will rewatch this movie. And I will be less on the scared side. I will be more on the, what is he meaning by this? Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was shot in like an arts and crafts home, with the framing on how he did it and the type of scenes, you just can't have in normal homes that he he really did a lot to setting this movie up to be rewatched. To dive deeper in to find out what his real story was. Right, yeah. Makes you kind of second-guess the plot. There's much more going on
1: than what they're actually saying to your face.
2: Which is funny because that's the whole plot, too, that there's way much more going on than what you're seeing. Alright, so
1: Annie gives this eulogy. She kind of talks about how her and her mom weren't in a great relationship or anything. And... And you, you you
0: found out that her mom had quote unquote mental problems mm-hmm. and lived at the house. So you knew you found out that the mom died actually
1: in their house. Yeah. Okay. So her brother committed suicide. Annie's brother did.
0: Yes. Are we gonna talk about this right now? I don't exciting.
1: know. Might as well. I I fucking might all as well. And he had. A-
0: I don't know that I've been more excited to talk about a movie than. I have this one here, so Uh, let's just fucking...
1: He had a... He blamed his mom for his suicide or whatever, and his suicide... He said he he had a a fucking DDS or disassociative disorder or whatever. Yeah, so... Which is what they usually diagnose people who, quote-unquote, are possessed. Okay, so... They just throw that in there, but... you don't even think about that in the movie. Right.
0: So let's backtrack a little bit in that you find later on and throughout the movie that um, Annie is... She's not an only child. She had a brother. Her brother committed suicide when he was 16 or 17 he years old. his mom was trying to put
1: demons in his body. Or yeah. Something.
0: And you don't find this out for... Well, I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I feel like this is a good time to bring it up. Right. So, yes. She... Her her dad died when she was a baby, mm-hmm. and do you guys think that there's any? Uh, does that play into the story at all, or do you think he just happened to die, no, or do you think, think it was? No. Do you think he? Was, I think it yeah. played into it. Right. Okay.
2: The, S- the male form plays a giant role in this. Right. Okay. It's so the entire movie. So let's yeah whether let's let's talk it's about the her dad. Yes. Every single male in this movie holds some sort of role. So he—he he didn't just die accidentally. Then her, no, her he death. Away. He, he, I mean, the fact that he starved himself to death.
3: Yeah, she said,
2: you know, that she was like, and you know, try to imagine that.
3: Yes, you know, that's.
2: Think of the like the you know biblical sense of the uh, the plague. You know. Yeah. Things that are way. Bigger than just like, I'm going to, you know, he was he was murdered.
0: So, you know what, even, I mean, man, we could get lost in a fucking rabbit hole chatting yeah. about this shit. But, I mean, real quickly, let's bring it to, typically when you have a mental disorder, quote unquote, uh, it comes from one side of the family, either the mother or the father. Mm-hmm. So, when her mother and father both have these, do you think that this goes back, I mean, this... Obviously, this is beyond the movie and what they talked about. This is kind of what us three are envisioning in our own heads, what, what Ari was trying to interpret. Because I, I did a lot of research and I didn't find anything on this. But do you think this goes a lot beyond the second generation? So do you think this goes beyond, for example, her mom Ellen and her husband that starved themselves? Do you think this was like something that's been in the family for, for many, many years? Or do you think that this is something that the mom kind of got into, manipulated the husband into, and he wasn't strong enough, and he basically, you know, I mean, he... Are, he, you, he, are he, you talking
1: you, genetically or supernaturally?
0: Both. Do, do you <laughs> think this is something that has been going on for generations, or do you think it started with Ellen, and she manipulated her husband? So she basically, for one reason or another, got into this whole idea of payment found him and he wasn't a husband, he was a fucking like a like a, a piece of the yeah. puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. host to it. And she used him and then found out that yeah, you're not gonna be what I want. So you're gonna bear my children and we're gonna bring it to another generation. And then she basically was the reason that he, you know, fucking starved himself, kind of thing. So yeah,
2: the male is the seed. They provide the seed. Which then can be, hopefully, that male that is born is going to be the one that they can resurrect the one of the kings of hell.
1: Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, because I just, narcissism definitely is genetically passed on. But I don't
2: think it's like some... I think that, again, the matriarch is the, the main one that's driving force. But they need the male... So do you think that nothing would have been
0: completed? And do you think that she just used him to get married and have kids? Or do you think
2: that she might have thought that he could have been the, the host? No, I think, I think it'd be like if his mom had him and he would have been the So host. had to
0: have been like a firstborn or something like so that. So I think
2: it came from the, the, the mom's side right. wanting to carry this. But I think this is, we're talking like from the beginning of whatever written time. That they've always tried to do this, right?
0: But attention. it started. It started with right. Ellen for one reason or another, and that backstory we do, we don't know, right?
2: And that could, you know,
0: yeah. So if if we if we go to it's the, the
2: name hereditary, I think it right. really goes down generational line.
0: Yeah, but do you think it started with Ellen
2: though? I think that's the genius of the, a little bit of this is it could be left that
0: because that, I mean. They they I think it it there might be a backstory in that it did start with Ellen or it's just been passed down and passed down until like the right time. But I mean Tony Collette or for example Annie didn't know anything of it. So either it started with Ellen and that was her end game, or maybe it was hereditary down the line, but for one reason or another the stars aligned they're like, yes, this is where we're gonna make shit happen and it's gonna start with Ellen because she had no idea. She, all she, she knew is that her mom was fucking crazy um, and, and had these mental problems.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it started with Ellen. So, yeah, so for one reason or other, it started with Ellen. Uh, and, and that kind of makes sense, too, because if you remember the picture book, the picture book, when she's going through it, yeah. basically starts with Ellen. And I think there's a couple pictures of her dad in there as well, too. So Maybe. that would make sense that it started with Ellen – and, um, Every to br- try
1: to get the, try to get her son
0: to do it. Then he yes. killed himself. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we can bring it back to the son. So the firstborn's name was actually Charles. Mm-hmm. And obviously you knew at some point in the movie, um, it wasn't a first watch for me. So
2: when did you realize or know, uh, that well, Charles I, I was had it written down that Charlie was a male's name? Yep and that was probably towards one of my last notes before so it was it was the the last of the movie a little before you figured it out okay that, you know, yeah I was two thirds in by the time I realized that you kind of put two and two together Charlie is sure. a male's name you look at the clothing that Charlie wore was baggy not her own type of clothes that didn't fit her right. more of a male's yeah. yep clothing was definitely more of a tomboy uh the fact that didn't show a lot of emotion, more male-centered type of. Yes, so to that's say where a lot about this movie. This is the first
1: time I'm picking up on any of this. Oh, dude! Yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, movie, this. I was,
2: I was like, "Fuck!" I got a review of a war movie, and I'm a little. I I was like, within the first five minutes, I'm like, "This is no average." Yeah, this movie. isn't a fucking yeah. regular movie. Just this is general. this
0: is a fun. This is fun because you can interpret it in so many layers different ways. Layers
2: upon layers.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. bringing back to the first generation, which would be Charlie, um, which is the daughter. No, or I should say Charles. Yeah, I should say Charles. Charles and Anne. Yep, and they failed with Charles. Yeah, they they basically failed with him because he he caught on what was going on and he killed himself. Mm-hmm. So he th- said then it mom went said his mom's
1: trying to put demons in him. Yes. The so
0: that that and, and you find that out. Uh, I would say halfway through the movie. Right uh, when she's at one of her meetings, so then you get to the point where she's talking about the fact with her mom. So obviously, it, it's it's Ellen. All it is is just Ellen and Annie, it's and the mom. and She the was grandma. yeah. Annie was under a lot of pressure to get married and have kids, so that's why it said with the first one she. You know there was that period of time where she said she didn't talk to her mom
1: after she had her first kid.
0: Yeah, they 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 had no. They were like you know done Cause their because their mom's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I mean we're jumping all over the place, but yeah. this is a movie where you have to. So when she goes in her dream and she tells Peter, "I never wanted to have you because I was pressured yeah. to have you. I was forced into this marriage and to have so you." So this is Annie telling her her son that. Yes, in a dream though, yeah. but you know it's true though because she's manifesting her her dreams into right and you reality. see it throughout the movie she doesn't yes. like him. yep. So then she, it, after he is born she must have had a coming together with her mom. Well her that's no. when her mom embraced Charlie and that's when the whole process started of of payment. So Charlie was just a temporary vessel. For payment until they could... Some
1: weird shit happened how she got pregnant with Charlie. I don't remember what. But then her mom came. She's like, oh, I want to be back in your life. So then she finally let her mom back in her life. Yeah. And then her mom breastfed Charlie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, her the mom... The grandma breastfed they, the granddaughter. I, I, didn't, I guess I didn't pick up on the breastfed part, but I could see... Because she said that she... Demanded to feed her. Right. Whether it was mm-hmm. breastfeeding or bottle feeding or something. But yeah, She's, I can see where. I don't know if she hooks could breastfeed her right away. Yeah, yeah. so some weird
1: shit's yes. going on with Charlie, which is this weird looking little girl who wears mm-hmm. baggy clothes. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know what's with her face and scarred or something.
2: Well, and she, and she acts differently, like eating a chocolate bar. In times that you're like, you shouldn't be, yeah, like, but, at a funeral, like, just busting out, yeah. like, oh, like, this is normal. Yeah, when like at school, like, she kills birds and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, again, know. cutting off heads is, is kind of... Yeah, a, that's where that a all the
0: metaphors and symbolism comes
2: yeah. out, she too. She cut off a
1: head. I'm fucking just picking up on that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she cuts yeah, she off cut the, cut the head of the bird. Head,
2: but she was always building a toy. <laughs> then again, yet yeah, that's a vessel. Like, she was trying to, like, right. make yeah. something... And she asks you
1: know, her mom, like...
0: Who's gonna take care of me when you die? <laughs> right, and she is the only one in the entire family that actually mourns and misses the grandma's death. Right. 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 She is the only one. So you knew that Payman was in some way or another. Okay,
1: so Payman is
0: this demon god that
2: we'll get to at the end. He's yeah, he's yeah.
0: one of eight uh kings,
2: kings of, of kings health. of hell. Yeah. Nine. Yep.
0: No, he's one of eight. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, he was there were the eight kings of
1: hell. Marcus Parks says nine.
0: Well, in doesn't the movie, matter. there's eight. I know. Marcus... Yeah, that's that's the um, last podcast. Last podcast. <clears throat> in the movie and in the book, it said he's one of eight. So Okay, doesn't matter. But anyways, let's get back to... Where where'd we leave off at? that At the uh, uh, funeral? At the funeral. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's backtrack. Into so the Charlie
1: the has a nut allergy, which is important, and then Charlie and what's his name Peter Peter. go. Peter's like, oh, I got a school function, and Annie, the mom's like, you better take your sister. Annie's kind of a bitch the whole time, which I think is important. I think she's supposed to be like kind of that.
2: Well, she's constantly like you can tell like their relationship. Yeah, she does not like the son. She's like. Just, oh, yeah, sh- when he's asking to use nice the car, right which, on.
0: you know, I would say that might even be considered normal for a teenage yeah, Well, you better kid. take your dad At the is, time, yeah. yeah. Well, where are you going?
1: At the time when this happens, so later on, I think yeah. you find out she's more of a bit. Right. But, uh, so he's going to a party, but he tells his mom he's going to some school function. And she's like, you better take
0: your younger sister. And he's like, all right, whatever. So he takes her to this party. So, there's actually a lot going on in between this two with her figurines. So, right, right. I guess I'm going to interject now with yeah. this because I'll forget uh, as we go on. But um, Charlie is obsessed with making figurines. So, part of it at first, when I remember watching this movie, uh, it was because I saw this last year around the same time, or uh, earlier than that, when my son. Was um, getting into hockey, and I was like, "Oh, that's the same thing, you know." Like I, I play hockey still as an old man. Uh, my son loves to come and watch, so he picks it up. You, you know, kids, right, right. Will, will, whatever they see their parents do, they will, you know, follow suit with. You know, and you see Charlie doing these figurines, building them, and whatever. Like, real makeshift, like, taking, right. and, and she's
2: yes. got a little workshop. It kind of flashes to the mom's like professional yes. studio. So
0: she's mirroring she's like the this. mom. Yep. One of the, a couple interesting things I saw is I don't know if there's any symbolism in this, and I've done a shitload of research on this, and I've never seen anything of it, but she has multiple figurines, and the main one is when she is making herself, it's out of a pill bottle. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like she's got some out of like other random objects, one's out of like an Altoid box and then yeah. there's one out of a pill bottle. Where the number one, where the fuck she get this pill bottle from? Um, I mean, you later She layered, made
2: herself. Well, she she again she has a nut allergy. She probably has always had a pill bottle on her. Yeah.
0: But I mean, if you have a nut allergy, do you take medication on the normal
2: Or do you only take it if if she would need it on her at all times?
0: Yeah, but I mean, it was like a regular pill. Like, if you have a nut allergy, don't you just have like an EpiPen or something like that?
2: Well, here's the thing Uh, I wrote uh, down. It said, I have, mom is on drugs, dad starts taking drugs. But this is
0: all after she dies, though. Yes. Yes. And, And she's making these with pill bottles before any of this.
2: The son is on drugs Taking pot or whatever, smoking dope. And the ironic thing is, the daughter needed drugs. Yeah. So all yeah. of them, and throughout this, of all. I, I another mean, another in the movie. All this. Needed yeah, yeah
0: this might be me drug. looking too into it, but again, I saw this. You uh, have like, to look it. With that, this fucking like, movie, shit, it wouldn't right, surprise yeah. me if there's something. So I'm like, hmm, she's making herself out of a fucking pill bottle. I was like, there's got to be something with that. But also, the biggest thing with this before the big scene with her is that she foreshadows the entire movie when they do the shot on her fucking dresser because it shows headless fucking figurines and it shows the fucking pigeon head creature, you know, there with everyone else bowing and, and whatever. So, like, boom, you see this movie one time, you see that, and you're like, there's the entire fucking movie I can turn off after 20 fucking
1: minutes. Dude, I never noticed that. I didn't notice that either. That's oh, crazy.
2: Yeah, well, after you, yeah, after I think you, I think you could pull 20 people, and we'd all get, like, different symbolism. Yes. Oh,
0: for sure, for, for sure. There's
2: layers geez. and
1: layers on this movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, sure. so uh, Peter and Charlie go to this high school party. And she has a peanut allergy, and Peter goes to hook up with some chick and smoke pot. He's like,
2: "I got weed." So Here's they, the thing: Did they mention that she has that nut allergy? Because they spent yes, a they giant did. scene yep. with that chick at a at a house party, and she's working two nights chopping you missed up all it. these walnuts.
0: You missed it because okay. you watched the fucking movie on your cell phone. Bullshit. But they didn't when they were that. at the, when they were at the funeral home. The husband goes up. And she's eating chocolate. She's like, Is there any nuts in it? And she's like, No. And then the, the mom comes up, is there any nuts in that? And she says no. Uh, okay, okay. So they do it back
2: to back. Why well, right as soon as, 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 as I, I saw, saw somebody them. chopping up the nuts, I'm like, okay, well this is a fucking heavy scene here. Yeah, no, they
0: made they made sure to uh, let you know. I mean it was at the it was kind of like a maybe for comedic relief, you know, how you know parents are overprotective. Yeah. But the dad's like, Is there any nuts in there? Mm-hmm. And she says no, and like literally two seconds later the mom comes up. Charlie, is there any really nuts in there? So th- obviously, boom! That makes you realize that she's got a nut allergy. This and is a problem. Un- have, unlike, this unlike movie drunk Darius, is. she had a nut allergy and she can't have any nuts. Drunk Darius can have them all over his face.
2: And well, here's the thing: she, she looks like she had a nut allergy. They cast the right. <laughs> person to be in the movie. I mean, the <laughs> they can have. She's like, like. She looks like she has cat
1: AIDS or something. Uh, or yeah, yeah <laughs> <but> it's feline. <laughs> definitely had a, a, a look. So anyways, let's keep going here, Uh, D.D. That is one problem I have with it is she knows she's allergic to nuts. But then she's at this party and just openly just eats a fucking brownie. Well,
0: well, it wasn't a brownie. It was cake. cake. It was was cake. cake. So do you know what it was? I actually paid attention to this because when you first get to the party, you see and she's chopping up nuts. Mm -hmm. What I think it actually is is the knife the exact same knife that was cutting the nuts oh up was used to cut the cake. A cake. So I don't like, think the cake actually had nuts a in cake. it. They'd yes, be the knife, they yeah. used the knife to cut the cake. Oh, man. So, that that boom, makes a lot more Fucking sense. in your face. Fuck you. Ari Aster is above bullshit you. like that. So, yeah. Squash <laughs> that. Let's move on. Let's fight. Uh,
1: okay, so her cat aids kicking and... She starts. Yeah. She gets her.
2: Uh, Peter, I can't breathe.
1: Her allergies are kicking in, and she can't breathe. She's freaking out, and Peter's high as fuck
0: off weed. So that's yeah. So that's all right. That's,
1: Charlie has an allergic reaction. Peter's like oh fuck, Takes her out, get in his car, but somehow he gets VIP parking right in front of the house course fucking there's I mean, no he other got, cars there. they roll up
0: with a fucking bag of weed that big he's the only car there
1: parked right in front of the door it doesn't matter drives off trying to get her to the hospital and rolls down the windows because she can't breathe and while they're driving he's speeding and there's like a deer or something in the road and she's yep. sticking her head out the window because she can't breathe so he swerves and missed the deer, and uh, there's happened to be a light pole right there in
0: Charlie's head. Did you guys notice that on. earlier in the movie, uh, when he was driving out, they stopped on that light pole, and you saw the same fucking... The same uh, cult? No. You guys missed that. Okay, so, let's go wait, back... Wait, wait, wait.
1: <clears throat> let's just clarify here. Charlie, the little girl, her head got knocked the fuck off. Oh, dude fucking
0: bad okay okay so let's go back to the funeral the The mom it's an open yeah it's an open yeah what do you got bb
2: no no no, i I don't remember this yes
0: okay it's an open casket funeral the first shot you see is of the grandma boom this is the first time you see the grandma She's laying in there. Well, she's got this big golden fucking chain that they make sure you they see. they to lock it.
2: I sketched it out as, soon yes. as I saw it. I'm like, this yep. is fucking... You sketched first it? First off, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got two sketches of it. It's oh, great. shit. And first off, the symbolism, there's multiple six, six, sixes. We're movies. looking Dude, for a new co for the out, Joe I, Ball I, all, all over this fucking shit. Dude, there's
1: a bunch, of, a bunch of frames in this movie where you see six. Uh, oh, I, oh, five, oh, yes. Yes. oh, yeah yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So many. Yes. Okay. I'm about to
0: fucking cat eggs nut right now. <laughs> feline. <dude>. Feline. <laughs> okay, so open casket with the grandma. You see the necklace with the sketch that you have there. It's the same. It's the main. It's the cult symbol, I guess yeah. you'd call it. The next scene is Tony Collette or Annie. Um doing her there's, eulogy there's i guess.
2: eight swirls on this. The eight fucking kings of hell. Oh,
3: that's a good I didn't yeah
2: 666 six with that. With the eight two. swirls. Jeez, oh, that's baby a fucking, fucking that's cracks, a, dude. That's so fucking That's so, a fucking, fucking so much. Yep,
0: that's a nugget and a half. But anyways, you see the symbol on the ma or on the grandma and then when Tony Coletta's up there she's wearing the same fucking necklace. Did you guys notice that? She's wearing the same fucking necklace. I didn't see that. With that. So. Oh, fuck. I gotta yes. watch this
1: movie again.
0: Yes. Oh. Okay, grandma, open casket. It focuses on the fucking chain with that symbol. Next scene Tony Collette or Annie doing the fucking <clears throat> eulogy with that same fucking necklace. Fast forward to them going out to the party when they drive (laughs) by the fucking telephone pole when it's daylight out, the same fucking symbol on the telephone pole. Mm -hmm. They go to the party. So this is the part that blew my fucking mind because I'm like, how the fuck? Like this whole entire fucking movie is scripted by this fucking demon because it was meant to happen. I mean, unless they go and put their fucking symbols on everything – there's got to be a coincidence that the fucking pull that knocks her fucking head off has that symbol it. on it because well, they wanted
1: the to mail, too. Yes,
0: right? but it's it's weird because like she, you know, willingly ate the fucking cake that was cut by the knife that chopped in walnuts. She put an allergy. Though. She didn't do it. Penny
1: but minutes. yeah,
0: and so that brings it back to what we were saying before is that Charlie was. The temporary vessel, you find out at the very end of the movie that she was just a temporary vessel, so they
2: fixed the vessel. Yeah, I, yep. And well, obviously, I, I had noticed too that so like he's driving a Volvo. The made by the Nazis. Well, no, it was an also, Audi. It, it, it's an Audi. No, it was a Volvo. Are in, you the, sure? in the scene that she recreated, it was a Volvo station wagon. That's the one
0: that I mean. has all the circles? No, that's an Audi. I swear to
1: God, it was like the Nazis scene that she's
2: also maybe Nazis. Well, yeah, that's more. But the I think the Volvo is <laughs> a Swiss deal. But <laughs> you're right. It uh, is. The first Nazis It was basically the the safest car to drive. Probably Nazis. First one to have like an actual pedestrian bumper, meaning if you hit something, you're gonna like whatever's gonna hit is gonna live. So he stops, or it swerves out of the way to hit this when he should have just. Sped through and yeah. hit that fucking deer. Instead, he veers and hits the pole. So that's kind of, to me, I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. There's some something he wanted to get across on that too.
1: Yeah. Every word, every
2: action in this movie has a purpose. Yes. Oh yeah. And he, he and the fact that he wrote all this stuff before he even wrote the movie. That this dude knows his shit, dude. That's why Tony Klett's just you know, oh, they were eating, eating up. Fucking the tells it it. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, so that's oh, all crazy. And that, how about
2: and how about when she okay, okay so flash forward, he gets home, well, right? Right, and let's get Kletz back shot. to the actual movie. Yeah, so right.
1: what's his name, Peter? Peter basically looks back, realizes what happened, just sees the heavy doesn't corpse. he look back
0: just in the rear view mirror?
1: He's stoned as fuck. He's really stoned. <laughs> and he, he knows what happens, but he doesn't look back. Goes home, parks his car, goes to bed. Doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene we get is he's laying in bed
2: and just he literally just here's his mom. Okay, so
0: we're going to take a time out oh. here real quick. And I am only bringing this up because it doesn't sound like you guys had any problems with this. But I've listened to a couple podcasts and I've read a couple reviews, and the really the only part this movie gets shit on is this part here because people, I don't know if they read too much into it. They don't smoke weed. Well, it, that's that's probably it. They shit on this movie because um, of of this scene. They're like, "There's no way it would go down like that." Uh, he doesn't have any emotion. He goes home. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, for, for one thing, I mean, see, like, I'm looking at you guys right now and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? But yeah. I've listened I to multiple podcasts on. on this and reviews where people shit on this movie because this scene ruins it for them because they're like, there's no way you'd not knock really your evil. sister's it's shocked, head. Dude, it's exactly, shocked. it is. Well, but That's think not think a normal fucking how thing. how
2: fucked up your head is when you realize right. that your mom had doused you with, Uh, paint thinner and lit a match and you woke up and you woke yourself yes you're fucked in the head so they've already
0: got problems right we haven't talked but again you can't even justify this whole part here because nobody has ever been in this position before right yeah first off i mean they're a typical brother and sister blah 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 yeah fuck you i don't want you to come to this Mm -hmm. but then like you can see that oh my god like my sister is dying he carries her and she's like in the baby in the baby and um, if you have kids yeah if you have kids you know what that 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 is when you know your kids don't hold you like that unless you know whatever so he carries her out to the car and he's freaking out because his sister can't breathe he's panicking he's young she's driving to the hospital he He's high as fuck too, by the way. I mean, he's ripping bong hits right out there. Pussy bong hits. Yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah. so you but don't even know how many how many rips he took of that fucking. You don't
1: smoke weed much, and then you smoke some. You're paranoid as fuck already. Yes. Yeah. So, it's and so then that to that see
0: something like so. that, where you know that, like, I don't know. I I I, I when I first watched this, I was like 100 on board. I was like, yeah, that's probably what would happen. What would go down. But then I listen to other podcasts and reviews and shit. where people building on somebody. I don't want. To, I want to kick him in the fucking. Fuck
1: those roundhouse people. him in the
0: face because like you can't tell me how you would act because you don't fucking know. There's been
2: so many people
1: so, that get like accused of murdering. But I feel someone like, because they're just in shock, like you yeah. should be crying right well, now. Well, I think and it he takes pages like,
2: out of like national headlines, like nurse hits a pedestrian, drives home with him in the windshield, so, goes back and yeah. goes to bed. Yes, there was a story. It's happened that way.
0: But I I feel like I needed to address this because there's probably people that, you know, might have heard and read other things that I would were influenced by it. But I mean, like, let's face it, this is not something fucking normal, and you're not going to be prepared for this. There's no right way to react. Exactly. So this is 100% believable. I have
2: zero issues with the entire. We this went down. Fuck you if you think See, so you cut bad. to that next scene in the morning with these blood you know, Hey, I'm gonna go run and, yeah, grab and you some can tell he didn't he like, didn't sleep a well when no, he he's up, up and he's like half twitching He's, he's just laying down down in the bed. Like is, cut is this to real that life? Next scene which I thought was interesting is she's screaming on the floor, like in the oh, same no. position, in the bowing, in the same position. bowing position. Oh my yes, god, did yes. you guys both pick die. up on this or do you listen oh, to someone? I, no. no, I no, swear to god, this
0: I picked up on this
2: after they kept showing all those people. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? It's oh my like, god, yeah, oh, in the beginning. So the bowing. Yeah and yep. the fact that she also, was in. she was like, I just wanna die and all this and she's like, How yep. do I Charlie? Oh, Charlie And she's in that freaking bowing yep. position. I'm like, This holy is holy shit. We're dude. Dude, like, gonna like, watch this again. Bravo,
1: Ari, <laughs> yeah. you son of a <laughs> She's a
3: fucking genius. <laughs> a genius. genius.
1: Yep. Alright, yeah. so this is where the movie gets I don't say boring, but boring. No, it's just very the tension is so heavy. It's dread. The word is dread that I'm looking for because the parents and the kid, they all just lost
3: their yeah, daughter. Yeah, I mean this you can't even imagine.
0: Like I remember I watched this movie in the theater by myself and I remember sitting in my chair and my palms are sweaty because I was I, I felt uncomfortable. I was, yeah, and very this, uncomfortable. And this yeah. is even before the scene when they're at the dinner table. I felt uncomfortable, like, how the fuck right. would you deal with something like this? And the
1: mom already doesn't like the sun. Yeah. She didn't want to have them.
0: What are we doing next, boys? We got the number five. We got the maple French toast. Have we had tasted all of them so far? Yeah.
2: Yeah? Yeah. 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 We even pulled out all a right. secret bomb, too. I don't don't.
1: care. Poor whatever. But, uh,
2: so it's pretty fucking dreadful. Go back to IPAs or? Number, we have the number five or the maple French toast? Shit, number five. Number five's a fucking heavy one. So if you want to go back to Whatever you
0: want. You're you're the the bartender uh, tonight.
1: Probably pretty good. All right. We need to go back after, uh, Annie... Well, what should we have? You guys should probably stick with the heavy stout, then. Okay. Yeah, just pour some. Yep,
0: yeah, keep going. I'm okay, sorry. so... Go, sorry, folks, we're, we're figuring out our next beer. Going back
1: after the grandma died, Annie goes to, like, a support group, which we... I didn't notice it, but the people in the support group are also the same people that are at the funeral. But Annie didn't notice it either. Mm-hmm. And after her daughter dies, gets her head
0: knocked off. She goes back to the support group. Important to note, <clears throat> I get so fucking excited I can't talk right now. Plus I'm coming off a cold, so it hurts. But no, it's important AIDS. to note, she, yeah, Steve, so she is ashamed to basically express Express her feelings to Steve, so she's been lying to him. So every time she leaves, to the yeah, she's going to the movies. Right. So she's which going to I don't support know. Group. I mean, God, I mean, if you want to really nitpick this, like how truthful would that be? I mean, if my fucking wife goes movies by herself, I'm pretty sure I'd be like, oh, "What'd you go see?" But
1: she you know? is like head of the household. Whatever she does, that Steve could, is kind of a bitch, right? Steve just goes is. with the flow. So she says something. <clears throat> He'll go with it.
2: Which again, I think it's your job's already done. You were the seed. Nothing more I need you for. Which yep. Kind of. She doesn't consciously do it, but yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I think it kind
1: of carries through. She's she's a narcissist. But okay, so she goes back to this support group and she's walking away because it's like, oh, this isn't for me. And lady catches her, like a middle-aged lady. Fuck is her name. I Joan. don't know. Joan. Joan, Joan was like, oh, come. Oh, I'd seen you here before. What happened? And the like, oh, I lost my daughter. My daughter died. And then,
0: No, yeah, that was a bunch of fucking bullshit. She said she lost her son and her grandson in a droning. Joan said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So then Joan invites her back to her place because she says she can... Speak to the dad or whatever. Well,
2: she'd just given her a number. And then, so... Just on a whim. So she didn't even, like, give her that thing of, like, that. Right. It's not that straightforward.
0: One more thing, too. Not to... I mean, this is another one that fucking blew my mind. But the entire movie, the very first scene it opens up on is it panned... It's a wide shot. And it focuses in on the dollhouse mm-hmm. and it focuses in on peter's room mm-hmm. and then
3: goes it to, it him walking to, to him
0: turns to him No, well, it turns to uh steve walking in yeah so it turns from the dollhouse to real life right dollhouse is a metaphor because in real life they're all Quote unquote dolls being manipulated yeah, a, by, game, by right, an outside right, force. Right. right. Like right.
2: puppets. Fucking boom. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, God damn like, it so much. Like, I thought too. It, the the
0: entire fucking movie is they think they have free will. They think they have choice, but yeah. everything has been already decided. Yeah. Everything's yeah. being
1: manipulated. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point for sure. All right. So Annie goes with Joan to her house. I don't know if right after this or not, but. And she walks in and she says it smells like shit. She'd say it smells like shit, but she's like it stinks in here. Yeah. Smells like farts. Which you get that reference. No. Sulfur. The smell of demons smell like sulfur. Yeah.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh fuck, I missed that one. Yeah. It smells like that.
1: Yep. Like that fart. Uh (laughs) (laughs) and then the mic picked that up. In the house. I hope so. I, I haven't I didn't see it. but I heard there's six of everything in the house.
0: Yes, yes, there is. I heard about that. I, actually, I remember that from a review or podcast I listened to after I watched this last year. Right. But I I, I didn't see anything of it when I did my research this time around. Like but yes, six I did. figurines
1: or yep. whatever, six games. Yeah, all in sixes. Yeah. Mm. So then they do like a whole like spiritual thing. Like, they don't do a Ouija board. Do they do a Ouija board? Might as well. Something like something a Ouija, like Ouija like board a where she wants like... to talk to her dead daughter. And she she's not really buying it at first, but then. Well, she's like, well,
2: I want to show you something that I can do with my grandson. Yeah, right. well, kind of I guess,
0: her... I mean, are we. I know we kind of talked about it before, but I just want to make sure we're not glossing over any facts. Because she did... She, well, she oh, did we're going to
1: gloss it. over a lot of shit because this movie has so much detail. Well, I know,
0: but we, we, we did kind of jump around a little bit earlier, but when she... There was a lot of information that was gained when she was at these meetings like, earlier. Like, yeah, that... But group. I think, yeah, I, I think the, the, the main thing was is... Um, You know, the first time she was there was before Charlie died, and she talked about that's where you get the details about her mom. And her brother who died. Yep, yep, yeah, her mom and her brother. And then um, after Charlie died, she showed up, but that time she wasn't uh, strong enough to go in, and that's when Joan stepped in and flagged her down in the parking lot. The one thing I wrote the second time watching on it, I just wrote down the Jones swerve and I had that for you, uh, Mr. Busy B, because I wanted to, when you were watching this, let's jump ahead a little bit because I want to know how long you were following this. Plot line before you realize that oh there's something sinister going on with with this the old. support group with Joan. Jo- no no not just with Joan
2: right out the gate Joan uh, she also played a pretty significant evil character in HBO's series called uh, The Leftovers never seen, yeah n- n- not a it's big fan have I know I know but it was also a support group type person dealing with death and I'm like this is you don't cast somebody. In a role like that, unless they had a oh, yeah. you saw a bitch, of so a fucking I ruined like, it for you. I was like, ah, this is, she plays a bigger role in this, just like as you said with the uh, Lost Boys. I knew this guy had to be something yep. bigger. Well, the let That's what I thought with Joan. Right, it's
1: about uh well, yeah, it's, it's like about a bunch of people, people that live
0: it. and die, and then they only no, and leave like certain. the good
1: people get resurrected to heaven, everyone else gets stuck behind, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of one of these things where, like, what
2: happens if a third of the USA just saw this, or a third of them, of the world just disappears Ooh. one day? Right, right. And then everyone else is left to pick up the pieces of, like, what the hell happened? My brother, my mom, why was it you? Why wasn't was me? You know, why were there good people? Why were there sure. bad people that left? The whole thing... But this, uh, this Joan lady really like right so, away, I was like, well, she's got a bigger role. Well,
0: we're, well, I mean, you're watching this and it's probably, you're picking up on things that probably a lot of other people didn't pick up on. But when you first watched this, I'm sure you were like legit thinking she was like the, the, the savior part. Like this is, Did, were, were you thinking that at all?
2: No, you know, and and I was like, well, I'm going to kind of just mark that as like, well, she's got to be a bigger role in this. But looking at when she, what got me, what I knew hooked me was when she went and she was drinking tea with her in her home. And she takes, Annie takes a sip of tea and she picks something out. And it was a weird, like, speck. And then she looks and then Annie's kind of freaking out grabs a bottle of pills and takes it and Joan looks at her like, you know, you can take all the drugs you want, but your life is already, you know, the the way she kind of glanced at her made me, you know, it already kinda set the stage that So that's when you, you knew little tilted you from
0: good to questionable or bad. Yeah,
2: I I knew when when she kinda like that scene where focused in on her like yeah, she like had something in her tea, and then to that's uh, crazy that you can pick up on that. And yeah, it was just it was just like, that's too significant. Why would you even have this in a scene yeah. where it's like this girl, this lady is just trying to help her out. Yeah. So that's when I was like, okay, she's...
0: Yeah, we'll say The first the time I watched side. this, I thought she was going to be... Like, I was completely fucking thrown sideways because I was like, this is the character that's going to be trying to pull her to this side. And... You already knew at that point that shit was going south. Like I didn't watch a single fucking preview or read anything of it, but I knew that, you know, it, you know the pendulum switching this way here, and I thought that they introduced that character to kind of pull her over this way. Right. Yeah. So for me, when I Give watched this the first time, I was I was completely fucking thrown because I, I was in the in the whole thing. Like I didn't. Until she went back to the house, I was not believing it. I was like, nope, they're throwing... I-, I thought they are tricking, like, doing the, the double dip. red herring? Yeah, yeah, like the red herring, doing the double dip on you. I was like, nope, nope, I'm not going to fall for it. But, like you said, it was... I mean, it was it was too on the nose. It was too obvious. So, until she went back, and then, you know, the fucking... The floor mat changed from Joan to Joni. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. So, that's like... I was like, oh, man, that, that's when...
2: The movie really... Well, the fact that she also said, well, my mom had made doormats like this, too. And, she said, yep. yeah, like and she's like, yeah, it's kind of cute. she's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's weird. weird. Your mom was a star leader. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I
1: will yeah. say, I, I was really down on this movie before because it's boring, and this is kind of the boring part, but... It's not boring. This
0: is where all this is, the this is where the
1: puzzle yeah, starts yeah, this getting. This shit, we need to, need to pay
2: attention, right? Yeah. And that's where I'm like, oh, this could go 15 different ways. Just when then these kind of like, yeah. you know, what you might think is just kind of like filler, this guy had it like, yeah, it, it's not like boring.
1: It's just the shit I missed.
3: Yeah,
2: and and I think that's where the the tip would be to tell people, hey, great sort of horror genre movie. But well, you might want to keep your eyes and ears open a little bit more on this, because this is some deep no. shit here.
1: Right. So, Annie goes home, they have the dinner, and she basically tells Peter that she wishes he died, and he brings up the time. She almost lit them on fire. Right. Yeah, so this is she, when it she, really gets... She, she has a problem with sleepwalking.
0: We, we didn't... Did we glance... I just want to make sure we didn't glance over the part where the dinner table. Sat. Yeah, right.
2: That's what I will about. Right okay, now. okay. Well, it, it, Kinda. In, in, in that alone, I wrote down a big note is like she had mentioned in a the therapy group or to Joan, one of these scenes where it was just like, you know, Peter used to hold my hand. And, you know, Peter was. You know, she was classifying him as, like, a a, a a child. And you look at him at the dinner table, and he's eating like a fucking child. Like, doesn't know how to use a fork and a knife. He's, like, eating chicken. Yeah, that's a good like, point. Yeah. Like, very oh, hot. like so he's, good, Dad. He's big. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and then she'll, she just, like, kind of flips out on him and starts, like, this down this thing of, like, I never wanted you. You know, and it goes, rolls into that where it's, like, that means something that, like... She mentions that he's kind of a child, and he's he's very timid the entire time. Yeah, he's yes. Scared. He well, she she doesn't say he's I never wanted you. Sweaty and wet. His hair, his hair, his hair <laughs> and he's sweat and he's wetty and he's he's wet. <laughs> wetty. Sweat and wetty is. He's wetty. But. Think about it. It's all kind of tying it into that scene where he is has yeah. fluid dumped on. Well, him. he's yeah. he's, so he's slowly getting into in that, in that. Well, head. but he's
0: also slowly getting more and more into. So I mean, it's we're, like paranormal
1: activity where the Katie slowly becomes more and more the demon. Right.
0: Yeah, because they're they're slowly breaking him down. Because if you remember, if we jump to the end of the movie, when or no, not even the end of the movie, when she's going through her mom's stuff, and it says, payment will take over the form that is the most vulnerable. So they're purposely trying, it's like the United States military. They're going to break you down and build you back up. They break him down to the point where they can start to take over with, uh, uh, payment super impressionable right yes right. so when you know like he's at the school I think I'm jumping ahead a little bit but just we're to jumping sure, all around There's just to make sure it. we don't gloss over it when he's outside he's already starting to hallucinate shit Joan is on the other side of the street she's like I condemn you yes. I condemn you get out and he's like what the fuck are you talking about Where, like, all when is that, this this I think I'm a little bit ahead is of you he, right now is he in the school yeah
2: yeah, yeah it's just you know what? Out, out, out I, on the table by himself. Yes, I think lunch. this calls back to Halloween a little
1: bit when Jamie looks outside. And Michael's staying outside. No,
0: nope. could be. It could be a throwback. All right, could go be a throwback. on. No, but I'm just saying. There's there's all these like small parts that go into. But I mean. Let's 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 get back into it. Right, before. but thinking
2: about that, that you know, going to that dinner scene. I mean, this guy, he he's he's sixteen to eighteen years old. Should fucking know how to sit and eat dinner with the family yeah. and not. Be I happy.
0: honestly have never even thought about that. and noticed that until you brought it up, but I mean, so he's, much. He's
2: eating like a child. So I'm thinking, like, ever since he was doused in that fluid, he's always sweaty. He's always looks like he's just wet with fluid. Scared of his mom. And it, yeah, or, I yeah. mean,
0: maybe he's not like physically supposed to be like that, but it's supposed to it's like portray. He's, yeah, he's, he's it's always supposed to, been yeah. Just,
2: like mentally, like not yep. there, yeah. impressionable. But I mean, think about how that would make a and fucking he, and kid. He's, and he's like taking that hit of weed, and he's freaking out and he's just like, somebody hold my hand. Somebody oh. hold my hand. That I mean, reminds I, me. I do that every
1: time I. The man I bun friend. Weed. What? Oh, boy fucking mind
0: with this one the man bun friend yeah my friend uh when they're underneath the bleachers nope. and there's four of them and they take a hit and that's the scene you're talking there's about right out, now when he's freaking out
1: there's da- the out his sister died yeah the what after his sister died yeah 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 he's got his one
0: friend with the man bun because i i noticed that no main bun. Let's let's get let's get let's let's just carry this on. But like you said, most of them are old people at the end, and then there's a fucking man bun. So
1: but let's keep going. Uh, okay, so we. I think this probably happened earlier in the movie, but Steve, the husband, gets a call that the uh, grave was desecrated. Mm-hmm. Someone fucked with the grave of the grandma. And he's he's hiding it from mm-hmm. from yep. Annie, and then he he finds her headless corpse in their attic.
0: And that's way then, after. Yeah, just way after. Okay.
2: So, but and, you know, dinner table into yeah. Let's get into the. I, think, I mean,
0: yeah. We're I think we're.
2: And she she just basically she flips. She's out losing her
0: shit right. too. Like. But he, he's, he's poking the bear, though, at it, really.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. What's, and the well, one thing I will Peter say... talking to Annie, his mom.
0: The one thing I will say is that, I mean, obviously you have to take into account that he is a youth, juvenile, he's young, um, but really, I mean, he's he's at fault more than anybody else for killing his sister. He was high as fuck. He I swerved. think Annie was at fault. No, no. No, I don't Why think Why so. the
1: fuck would you send her with him?
0: Because he, he's a teenager, and she's her whole idea is that maybe if I send his little sister, he'll feel guilty and not get all drunk and fucked mm-hmm. up and party with her. But he took her over there, and he got all high. We don't know if he was drinking or not, but you have to imagine he at least had a beer or two while he was there. Well, she ate nuts because he was not, you know... He, 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 was not, he was not he like, was not hey, yeah, he ponder off. Well, like he hey, did, but go eat me. this over here, go do that. He's so, not her dad, though. But still, he it was her his responsibility. You're the youngest out of all your f- ten siblings, so you don't know this. But the older sibling is always responsible for the younger one. Yeah. So I
2: had to take my brother to parties,
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and I was the oldest, so I can know Easy. how this shit works. No. You're still responsible regardless. It doesn't even matter if you're even the same can. Goddamn area code, if something happens to one of your younger siblings, you're getting blamed first. Well, why weren't you? Anyways, so all that shit goes down. Well, it's on him, and he, as high as fuck, he doesn't know what to do, uh, starts driving her to the hospital. He drives her into the pole, knocks her head off. You find out during that exchange that he didn't say a single fucking word about it and didn't apologize. So obviously, you know that there is a police report and there is an investigation into it, and you know that, that. and you know that he was driving and he was responsible for him driving her into a fucking pole. And if you think about it, for you to get close enough to chop someone's head off outside of the vehicle do a pole, that you swerved and you knew something was up. Yes, they probably knew there was a dead coyote on the road or whatever the fuck it was. Mm. But still, why did you f-ing swerve? Why did you get within six inches of a f-ing telephone pole to top her head off? So the mom knows all this shit, and she finally, I mean, you can't blame her for having all of these emotions bubble up. And she calls him out on it and says, you didn't even apologize for this. So, I mean, obviously he's a juvenile, you can't really blame him for it, and the mom should have called him out on it, but again, he never owned up. He never owned up to what it is.
2: She's waiting until he's in the car, yes. And she takes off. Yeah, so yeah, she's in
0: the the car. So So she purposely, did you notice that scene? Where he comes home on the bike. I think it was the first day after all that happened. She was in the car waiting. And you know she was waiting for him. He rides home from school or whatever it is. And he's he gets off his bike and he's standing there. And he's in front of the door. And you can tell he's nervous because he's doing one of these things here with his hands. Mm-hmm. And he's like, God, trying to figure out what to do. He sits there for a couple seconds. And then he goes in. And as soon as he goes in, she starts a car. And exactly. that's when she goes. And that's when the whole fucking debacle starts with the Joan thing. Because that's when Joan fucking corners her into... Um, uh,
2: uh, the seance yeah. thing, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. 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 She was, she was, yeah, she was done with her son. Joan, yeah, Joan knew that. I mean, obviously, that this kid was at his lowest point, therefore, the most impressionable for a uh, payment to come in, yeah, yeah. That's what she played right. the whole thing perfectly, like, it's like the whole thing that brings up a whole
0: other thing. I had too is, is do you think that? Because to me, it doesn't seem like Peter was originally who they wanted Payman to Oh, they address uh, Embody. He was, yeah. Well, well, but I mean, I think what you're saying, uh, Darius, is that they wanted it to be uh, Charlie, which they did want. No, they wanted... But I don't think they ever planned on having Peter. Because Charles. I think Charlie... Yeah, I think Charlie dying...
2: Charles in there for... Yeah. Charles got wind of it, killed himself. And that's why right. Charlie's Charles. name was so... And later. then Annie didn't want Peter. Annie tried to abort Peter.
1: But do you think that was because he was a boy and she...
0: Well, I guess my thing is, is who do you think was originally meant to be the embodiment for... Her? Well, Charles was. Charles no,
1: but was I mean after Charles.
2: Charlie.
1: No, I think Charlie... I think. Peter was supposed
0: to be. See, I disagree.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think the goes think to the mail. They I, the think man that,
3: they I think that
0: Charlie, mail. I think that they, for one reason or another, meant for Charlie to be a temporary host. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They wanted yeah.
1: Charlie but to die. But I don't die. think they ever
0: planned on having her to die. And to have- I think they did. Dude. You went over it before where they had the sign on the... Pole. And, and that's what confuses me is, yeah, they did have the sign on the pole, but I don't think that they ever had originally planned on having Charlie be the... uh um, Peter? Or, yeah, Peter be the, the permanent thing. So that's kind of what confused me a little bit, but...
2: Yeah, I think... Oh, that, yeah, that's a good point. But the way they, you know, jump in the head, they worded at the end that we fixed... Your yeah, we fixed host.
0: your temporary host, which was Charlie. Right, and because when when Peter gets possessed, originally it's by Charlie. Like right. Charlie comes back into Peter, and that's what gives you the mind fuck. Like, why would they even have? Maybe, maybe when Charlie was born, she already had payment in her. If that makes sense. But oh, why would sure. Charlie? Why
1: was, she was fucking breastfeeding.
0: Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but why yeah. would Charlie even be? Why would Charlie even come back as Peter then if Payman wasn't involved? I mean, that's where it gets really. It's to too money. much
1: shit to think about. That you know. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, let's keep going on this before we get.
1: Okay, so then Annie finds her Annie. Is it Annie or Steve? One of them finds the decapitated body Annie. of Annie. Finds
0: she says she's going to the store. I'll be back in twenty. I think.
1: Finds the decapitated body of her mother in the attic. Oh, I thought you were talking about when she
0: goes in the car. No. Yeah, no, Annie finds the mom in the attic. Right, and Steve... She wakes up in the moment. Steve, Steve already thinks Annie
1: before. is losing her shit. Yeah. So, Steve thinks Annie did it. Annie finally kind of figure figures out what's going on with the whole cult shit. Like but does she?
0: Kind of. Because we haven't even talked about the seance part yet, have we? no what's the science part when she gets peter and steve
1: right oh yeah yeah because annie has been with uh what's her name joan joan Mm -hmm. it's like come do this with me i promise it'll work so that steve and peter do this thing so they try to like not resurrect Charlie, but, like, talk to her.
0: Well, so you find out beforehand that she goes... So she wakes up in the middle of the night. And she... Off, off camera, I should say, she uh, says the words. She summons Charlie. So when she left Jones at one afternoon, she got that paper that had the invocation words on it. So she did that and completed that, and Charlie came back, and, the, or, or Charlie, I should say with quotes, came back because we don't know if it was Charlie or Payman, comes back, and that's when she starts filling in the, um, the notebook. So the notebook starts getting filled in. Well, she doesn't realize at first that it's all pictures of Peter crying. Mm-hmm. So that's when she wakes up Peter and Steve to do the final invocation writes with the table. Right, and she
1: finds Charlie's sketchbook and oh. then she tries throwing it in the fire and then her sleeve sets on fire. when she No, it well, on.
0: I think we, we missed the whole scene where she has Steve and, and um, Peter and they invoked her. Or they were... Right, and it freaks
1: them the fuck out.
0: Yeah, so I mean, they do the whole thing with the, the cup again. It's basically like a Ouija board. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and yeah. they're all like, I think Steve kind of buys it, or at least pretends to no, buy it. No, not even close.
0: No, because you remember at the end when he dies. Right. Okay. So they. I think if anything, Peter does, and that's why he's trying to get her to stop.
1: Yeah, it's, and he, I he's like a little bitch the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But I, again, I don't say that
2: he's he's like. Right, yeah. You know, infantile, impressionable. Like, I think that's exactly right. what, we're what they were looking for. That actor
1: out. killed it. He did good. Yeah, I yeah. I don't. He did exactly what he's supposed to be.
2: You know, at, at first look, if you're just kind of like not really following it, you're like, God, this guy's so. Uh, he's a whiny like, little bitch. Why? But. Like, he's just like. How the
1: fuck would you be?
2: To, yeah, I mean, he. And I think he quoted as like it's the most demanding role I've ever done. He did great. Because if you right, him, but he's, he's only like, had
0: like what ten
2: roles. No, <laughs> he did really good. <laughs> so, and, but if you no, did, I I, like, I agree if you think about that. it. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's he lucked out. I mean, anyone who was in this, that's their, their you know who had not get it easier. Like fuck. But you know, ha- you know, it goes to the preparation of this movie. Is like. All of this shit in here isn't really believable unless it was in this sort of setting, this type of home, with a fireplace in it, with, like, these big-ass ceilings and, like, little exposed beams, all this stuff. Even the Cape Cod room that's cold, and she goes into her, the treehouse, which is, you know, I mean, all this is, like, it's, like really detailed shit that like it couldn't be pulled off with like a, a modern home or even in like a big city setting you yeah. know the
0: one cool thing is that um with so they found the home and they were like this is where we want it to be but the entire interior of the home was built it's on a solid set stage.
2: It's a fucking set, and they yeah. had it so like an, in the dollhouse where you could right. part walls. Yes, and the whole and circle. The
0: cool thing was is that uh, after I watched it the first time, I could see what he was saying because the way that he had his shots drawn out is that you know the walls had to come apart so he could do these big wide angle shots and whatnot. It, it was cool as fuck the way. Because it made it look like you were in the house, you knew where the rooms were at, but the way the shots were, it was like you, you know, I mean, he, it was like the camera was coming from wherever the fuck he wanted it to. It was, it was really cool.
1: Alright, so during the seance, Charlie possesses Annie seemingly,
0: and then Steve throws water on her and she snaps out of it. And then... And this is where you do that, like, okay, something's been going on if, if She's getting possessed. It's real.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It also throw, throws to her all of her sleepwalking and I put air quotes on there because right. she could actually possibly just always be like a possessed person doesn't know like what's going on. Right. All the time. All yeah. Right. So,
1: Annie finds, takes Charlie's sketchbook of all these premonitions, is that the right word? Yeah, I mean, I guess. And throws it in the fire, and then her sleeve starts on fire when she throws it in. So she takes it out to not be on fire anymore. And then she finds a photo album linking Joan to her mom. There's a book in there that is a book about payment. So this is, is yeah. Which this is the is, same yeah. symbol
2: yeah. on, uh, you know. Yeah,
0: This novel. is what we talked about earlier. So she goes through all these, like... Uh, It's a photo album, and she sees all the people from her support
1: group. And the funeral. And the funeral with her mom in it. And her mom's
2: kind of like the king of all of them. Yeah, the cult leader. Yeah, she's a cult leader. Which is crazy because some of those photos, it's like they're dropping these gold coins on her and they're celebrating her on that. It's like, oh. And
0: they're old too. They're black and white. So, you know, this shit goes back way, way fucking back. So, you, you know that. Joan and the mom were friends for like fucking what 30, 40 yeah. years. And Annie had no idea. That was the fucking best part. So, this again brings up the fact that Ellen had her family, but her number one priority was this fucking
2: cult that she was. That's all to. it was. Yeah. It, her she, family was no. for the cult. Yes. Yeah. It was a host to. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Annie's trying to get Steve to believe her and he's just like, You're crazy, whatever. And so she's like she tries to sacrifice herself by throwing the sketchbook in the fire. And yeah, so she knows she's gonna burn alive by doing she it. She originally
0: tried throwing it in, but yeah. she her arm caught on fire, so right. she, told, she pulled it out. Yeah, so this is yeah, so this is after the whole and they,
1: they found a decapitated body
0: in the attic. Already. Yep. Nah, uh, no. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. She because is, this she is she when is. Steve dies. Right. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's
1: like, she's going crazy. Tony Collette does it great. Like, she's going crazy. Oh, like, Steve, I know you don't believe me, but she's trying to, like, sacrifice herself to save her family. So she throws the sketchbook back in the fire. And instead of her getting set on fire, Steve just goes up in flames. Which, whoever was the actor that wore that fire suit did a great job. <laughs> Act
0: like you're burning alive.
1: Oh, yeah. He was burnt alive. So, in it cuts to Peter wakes up and finds his dad's body all Yeah, charred. like a
0: day and a half later. Because we missed the whole scene where he was at school. He, he So... You you slowly see uh, Peter succumbing to the whole invocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's seeing things. He's being manipulated. He's at school. Next thing you know, uh, he gets semi-possessed, I would say, where his hand raised up.
2: Yeah, and in speaking of that, so right at that scene, you see on the chalkboard, it says, yes, punishment I, brings yeah. wisdom. Yep. Think of wisdom is a king. Nothing is wiser than a king. So then, dude. So, but also, as soon as he raises his hand in that weird way, like that fucked up like hand like you know, that's like Emily
1: Rose. Shit,
0: it's upside down.
1: From, it, yeah, it's some yep. like
2: weird way. That same. It was meant staff to just Jesus in Christ. The end of the movie where it's the man, the payments, the. So the way they say it is,
0: is in a lot of pictures of Jesus, he does something like this here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where he does like the two fingers pointing in with the thumb. Well, when he does it, it's like this. It's upside down. It's upside down down to disrespect. Yeah. yeah, To disrespect Jesus. I did read something about
1: that. Yeah, I definitely did research.
2: But so like the end of the movie, it's. The shrine is yep. holding the staff with the same hand that's yeah, yep. fucking up like that
0: in disrespect of Jesus.
2: Right, he's one of the you know eight kings of hell. Yep. So he's zoning out. That's on the board. I'm like, oh, I do got
0: a cool fun. thing to say too. So
2: too much.
0: Um, the the actor Alex Wolf. Mm -hmm. got so involved in this role when he read the scene that he was supposed to smash his head on the desk he was like trying to get Arias. he's like let me just smash my face on it and break my nose in real life so you pay for it no well he was like he's like he he was so invested He he was so invested he wanted to just smash his face on the on the desk and break his nose and he's like, no, you don't need to do that. We'll, you know, we'll we'll use some effects here and there. So what they did was, is they created this like special pad he was supposed to use. Well, if you saw, he did it twice. Well, part of the pad had like a hard part on the bottom with a softer foam on top. So like the softer foam was supposed to be for his like nose and forehead. Well, when he did it the second time, he didn't do it right and line it up right, and his he ultimately dislocated his jaw. On that one, so when you saw, and and when he came back up, he kept in character, so when his jaw was all fucked up, it was actually because it was dislocated, when he smashed it down, so dude, for an actor that was like 20 years old or whatever, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty legit, so. Wow. All
1: right, so anyways, Peter wakes up, finds his dead dad, all charred.
0: And then there's a naked dude in there somewhere. So it's the same. Do you remember at the funeral when the dude has got the big... It's the only person smiling. It's the guy with the short blonde hair uh, smiling with yeah, the big... He, he
2: does this thing and he kind of nods to It's Charlie. the exact
0: like, same guy with a big smile in the back of the room. I was like, I can roll oh you, motherfucker.
2: Shit,
3: it's the same
0: Miles dude. Too. Yeah. Naked as a born baby. But yeah, it was the same dude. But okay, so let's go back to the fact I saw this scene, and the first thing I thought of was like, I fucking wonder if Brent even noticed that. So when Peter wakes up from um, when Peter wakes up from the the whole thing after he gets his nose busted, and he wakes up in the room. Did you even notice? As soon as he sits up, it was super dark. So I've got the Blu-ray. With the 4K TV, and it was still really dark. When you watched it on your phone, did you notice that? Well, I turned when, that, I
2: turned all my like brightness levels up. Did you
0: notice like that twenty clip was in the
2: corner like this? Yeah. So, <clears throat> like, oh. up, in the, up in the corner, like in the in the rafters and shit.
0: No, 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 no. So, oh. this is where the this scary. Is where this is, is like this is no, 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 no. Okay. We're going back to this. Is when the movie, like, you know, it's a horror movie, but this is when it punches you in the gut and says, Yeah, I'm going to freak the fuck out of this you. This is where it goes from, like,
2: so this is from. This is after. To fuck,
1: right?
0: This is after Steve burns alive. So they do the whole thing where Steve burns alive because the whole time they brought Peter up into his bed. Yeah. And yeah. he's passed out. So Steve burns alive. Boom. That scene's done. It, passes, it, it pans over to, boom, the scene. Peter's laying there like this, and he like slowly opens his eyes. And it's like a close-up on his face. And he sits up in bed. And you can barely... Dude, on my Blu-ray, on my 65-inch TV, you can barely see it. But Tony Collette is in the fucking corner, like right there, dude. In no, his fucking I bedroom. I knew you did it because you watched it on your fucking oh, cell phone. please. You son of a bitch. Dude, it's the freakiest thing ever because, like, it, it pans. So after uh, Steve burns alive, it pans to Peter, and the camera's right here on his face. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And then he opens his eyes like this. And then he sits up, and then the camera moves back. So his bed would be, like, right where Darius is, and then it's, like, a shot like this where it comes up and you can see her like in the corner like this dude Just it makes your blood boil there that is the fucking scene that flips yeah. the script on the movie dude. right
1: well then she he walks out of his room no he
0: so so hold on there so he's in his bed and you see her like dude it is so dark you can barely see it i saw it because i was in theater and then i saw it on my blu-ray so then it goes like this, and he looks up. So he looks this way back to her, though, and yeah. she crawls yeah, across the okay, fucking screen. Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck! I didn't dude. know
2: it was her. I just thought it was. Uh, oh. She crawls
1: across the fucking
2: seat.
0: dude. That that I have goosebumps just and talking And then he starts it. running. It's in. so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's he when he goes downstairs, me. and that's when he sees his dad. And when he's looking at his dad, that's when she's, she's up in yet. the rafters. But it's if you didn't see the whole part before that, it doesn't even come close. Because when you see her in his bedroom, that's when it gives you the.
2: I remember she is like, yeah. She's I was
0: in the theater and I got the goosebumps and the chills. It's like, oh motherfucker! I was like you don't even know what's going on. And he's that. like crying, like, mom, mom. Yeah, he's like calling yeah, out for yeah, her, and yeah. she's hiding up in the corner of his bedroom. With fucking Spider Man, dude! Oh. Yeah. And then she comes out goosebumps. of a dark corner. I got goosebumps. Just you kind of see her, right her in the
1: corner, and then she fucking rushes out of the
2: corner.
0: I even wrote that down because I was like, "There's no way." I was like, "There's no way, like, There's no way
1: he saw well, that on fucking." I was watching the four K
2: version. I mean, fuck! Okay, I, yeah. I gotta, I got right, throw Jesus it up Christ. on my seventy inch four K.
1: So he gets chased into the attic, right? Attic, yeah 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 head. yeah yeah and, and that scene where it, she, she, and she is like glued to the fucking ceiling banging her head
2: yeah you, you oh think you're yeah like, oh she's just like banging on it and then it cuts to her and she's just like
1: head butting oh, upside
0: bull. down
3: Holy! Oh,
0: like, and he's like mom mom, mom. I mean, that's where because i didn't want to interrupt you beforehand but you're like oh yeah they could edit a couple things out and it'd be family drama i'm like You'd have to know, know quite it, a few no, before no, that. Is, but no. at that point, I was like, "There's, you're not going to fucking sell me on a family no. drum at this point. It's like, that that shit. No, f- the, the, yeah, this is.
1: Yeah. And then she cuts her own head off with a saw.
0: With a with a band blade. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah. then. From he, the back. Yeah. From
0: the back going.
1: Yes. Fucking. It's crazy. Words can't do it justice. You have to watch it.
2: And yeah, then he's in fact, the dude. The sound in in just the fact that okay, it's another decapitation. It's you just know what? Driving a lot of. And pressure.
0: I'm gonna nitpick this movie and say I think they could have done that scene better. That whole shot scene. A little better. more gore. I think so. I think they could have amped it up just a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna say it.
1: But then what? Yeah. Did you see her floating body go to the treehouse?
0: Oh, yeah. That was a her floating headless body. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, let's not gloss over the fact that Peter sees this bullshit going down. He does what I would have done half hour ago: head first out of that window. Yeah.
2: Onto the ground. You no, think, he sees the three three body, the three people. Yeah. Right. Right? Well, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, he, he sees his so mom cutting her head crazy. off. Then he sees the f- naked cultists mm-hmm. in there. Straight up the window, which anybody would have done, um, knocks himself out. You see the the headless corpse of his mom uh, floating. Right. See the thing with this movie is, is that it's up until like you can't the last do it justice. In up until the last ten minutes, it's a hundred percent like a normal, natural horror movie. The last like, and then the months. last ten minutes, it just like flips the script, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Holy I don't fuck. know what to believe.
1: Yes. Holy yeah, so then he wakes up, kind of <clears> like <throat> a dazed. Do we see like a spirit going to his body?
0: Well, he he wakes up and he is he's big. Charlie. He's different. He's Charlie. Yeah, yeah. That's so. This is what I was talking about a few minutes ago. Is that kind of su- confuses me a little bit because he wakes up as Charlie, which is supposed to be Peyton, but he's in the male body of Peter. Right. But he just looks kind of dazed and confused.
1: Good movie. Alright, alright, alright. Uh, so then he goes into the treehouse where we see the floating, headless body of his mother. When, and he goes up there and he finds the headless corpses of his mom, his grandma, and. Who's the third one? Oh, Charlie?
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. yep. And then.
2: A bunch of naked fucking year The man bun. The yep. man bun was smiling, too. Like, you, 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 clearly you could tell.
0: So this is what's really freaky is... So this cultist yeah. isn't only a cultist of a bunch of old people. So his, his man bun buddy in high school... Yeah. So th- this is where... I never
1: caught that. It's his man bun buddy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when the four of them are underneath the bleachers smoking pot... The man bun buddy that he smoking pot with is one of the cultists. So this he's is where listed
2: in the cast, like on the main like cast list too. I
0: didn't even look under the cast.
1: These are all I people guess. we've seen throughout the movie. Did right. take note
2: of.
0: At so all. the thing that made me really confused is is this whole cult? Are they only manipulating and like uh, like like I'm wondering if they're. Manipulating and influencing uh, other people. Like, how, how would a 17, 16-year-old kid become a cultist if... Um, that's
2: fine. Yeah, um, he's listed as... What? He's the what? Ninth, ninth person listed in the cast. I think most people get
1: indoctrined into a cult when they're young.
0: Yeah, so why... So, are we to assume that his parents were two of them in there? No. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's not going to take anything away from the movie, but, I mean.
1: Okay, so, yeah, he gets up there, and then, what they say? All hail payment?
0: Well, no. So, the first thing you hear is Joan saying, Charlie. What? <clears throat> We've based. yeah we've 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 fitted your body with the Bale counterpart or something like that yeah it's okay but again there is a, a statue uh, it's a crazy mindfuck three headless people
1: and a bunch of naked yeah people so you see uh, Annie
0: no not three you see Annie and Ellen headless no bow down.
2: And of course, oh, yeah, there's so Charlie. there's
0: there's three then. Think it, it's yeah, three Annie, men. Charlie,
2: three and uh, Ellen. Women.
0: Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, headless, bowed down, uh, worshipping, you see the statue of payment, and you're to assume that Charlie has taken over Peter's body, Peter's body. which yeah. is being possessed by payment.
1: Yeah. So it's a crazy mindfuck, dude. We could yeah. do like a whole three-hour episode, and I don't really fucking movie. care. Well, no, I think that
2: them awesome. taking the crown off of the whatever statue and, and putting them cool. on
0: so that's payment. The
2: clarified yeah. vessel uh, which payment is, is yeah. You know the He's basically the the perfected version that now can allow this. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, he carries it on to, like, this could go into a sequel, it could carry... You know, I like I this not. where it... No, I don't, I don't want way. a sequel either. Way. I just love that, the way it ends that way. Yeah. And the fact that his look is just... He's actually, he looks like he... You know, the the character, whether it's Charlie or Peter, he's got, like, divine knowledge. He's like, yeah, he looks like he doesn't give a shit what's going on, he knows exactly what's going on, it's just like... Completely a non look, but you could just tell that this is exactly like where he needs to be. Yeah, this is what's happening. All right, what do you guys give it? Wow, well, I mean, I, and I'm judging this in just like movies in general too. I'm gonna give it a, a nine out of ten. Ten. I, I it's I, a ten. I mean, right. just a great movie. I'm gonna go. I'll do ten too. I think the
1: first time I rated it, it was a four, <laughs> but there's so much detail
2: into it. I know you're gonna watch it again. I, mean, I have, to yeah. It. See, have
0: and that's, it. in my opinion, the biggest part about a movie is well, I should say the biggest part. Honestly, I think the biggest part is the way it leaves you feeling after the first time you watch it. And I'm not a big fan on rewatches. Like, I do not re-watch movies. And re-watching this again, it was a little bit slower. I will say that the first time I watched this, it was a super, super, super strong 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The second time I watched this, it was still a 10 out of 10. But, like, you know, you still lose a little bit of that because it, you know, it didn't blow my mind as much. It's slow. The first time, yeah, I mean, the first time I watched it, it blew my mind because I was not expecting So much so- so much, right? It. But still, I mean, this this movie. Excuse me. I'm going to get the cops or the hiccups again. But this movie was. Oh boy,
3: excuse me. Come <laughs> on, man. It was I'm a mastercraft
0: in its in its craft. I mean, it was. <laughs> excuse me.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, hiccup if you like uh, dildos in your ball uh. <laughs> <laughs> I get <had> that one.
3: <laughs> you <laughs>
1: did. Oh, I, I love this movie it's great it was great i have never going to 10 at 10 on anything but this is my first one so
0: this is a 29 then out of us uh yeah right?
1: it's a good movie yeah i hate to say it, it, it is chill
2: I, I i definitely agree i don't i think more people watch this movie just thought that it was such a had so much legs to it that they knew that it was a good movie yeah, you know, I, I I definitely this is one of those that I'd recommend to a wide wide amount of people. I mean, like, I know, you know if you're not into it, you need to watch this. If you yeah, are,
0: it's, not, it's not like a gory horror movie that you have to worry about who it goes to. It's it's got a lot of deeper <laughs> elements as far
2: as uh, I mean the, the very it, well it, thought uh, out the cinematography. There was a lot, you know, again the symbolism. There was you know mentioning earlier in the scenes. It was. She said, uh, you know, Steve talks to Annie like, hey, how's your, you know, the show going to come along? And she's like, great. I'm finishing up this hospice scene. And he's like, oh, you're, what about the the preschool scene? I mean, those are two major points. Is you've got like a end of life, beginning yep. of life. It's yeah. life and death. It's I did notice like that with the hospice scene. On, like, it's like, it's morbid. It's, it, it's also, it's playing yep. into certain so things. This Every
1: is- Fucking scene, everything has a point to it. Yeah.
2: But that made a lot of sense that punishment brings wisdom with that on the chalkboard was like this freaking guy is literally going through hell and going through all this shit, but at the end, it's they're grooming him to be the king. Right. This is why
0: this is such a fun movie to talk about about because it's Absolutely. not like it's a you know a dumb slasher that's got no you, you don't know, whatever shit on slasher or a dumb zombie movie that's got no point to oh, it. okay i mean this is this is a fun movie to talk about and it's beautifully written directed so you can leave it up <clears throat> excuse me to interpretation and it's it's yeah so Alright, so we
1: got a twenty-nine out of three.
0: Yep, so we got ten from Boss Tuna, ten from Degenerate Drunk Darius, and a nine from uh the busy bee. So Alright, let's take a break right now. Oh
3: boy. Talk is cheap, motherfucker!
1: Okay
0: everybody, we are back. We hope you enjoyed our deep, deep, deep like I mean yeah. this. Is it. This is like Ron Jeremy deep. (laughs) Deep dive into hereditary. So I'm going to apologize right away because I got the hiccups all of a sudden. No, that's a sign of (laughs) mental illness. Divine
1: AIDS. God damn. God damn cat AIDS. Quit making me laugh. You're making it worse. Okay, so I got horrid trivia right now. got for horror trivia horror trivia this is some softballs I think so I'm gonna post this this uh the questions on the episode once we release it so you can try to guess them first too but alright first question are you ready here who was the original killer in Friday the 13th here. Get your answers down, and they're writing the answers down so they can't cheat off each other right now. But um, I got right. my one. You can <laughs> sit. You go first.
0: Who is it? Jason Voorhees. Uh, I have uh, Jason Voorhees' Bar- mom. Yes,
1: this guy gets it. Boston is correct. Yeah. That is a trick <clears throat> question, yeah. kind of. Have you seen Friday the Thirteenth? Yeah. No
0: it just gotta kind of test if you're a true horror fan or not.
2: I I, I, I get <laughs> it. I, I missed uh, I missed on that right. <clears throat> right. Right. Okay. Who
1: oh, Mark, that is nice. who was the killer killers in Scream? <laughs>
3: I don't know their names. You
1: have to you have to know their names, just who they are in the movie. I did not anticipate this downtime when they writing their answers down, but. <laughs> Okay, Busy Bee. Got, I know the actor's one. name of one of them. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I think it's uh, what I had was a what was it, Dicky the Cop or something? <laughs> okay, Boss <Boston. laughs> Tuna, I fucked a vacuum.
0: Um, <laughs> doofy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's
1: sc- nothing. That's scary movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you
0: got, Boss Tuna? Uh huh. I don't have the name, but uh, one of them is the blonde-haired, short-haired guy. Right, the dude from Scooby-Doo. Yes. Um, yes. And, um, the yeah, it was the, the cop, right? No. I can't believe that. It was the boyfriend.
1: Was he a cop? No, he wasn't a cop. Skeet, no. skeet. Oh, skied yeah, Skeet rich. Yeah, he was the boyfriend. I and thought he was the cop. Friend. No, fucking David Arquette was the cop. I'm just disappointed in you. Okay. It's Scooby-Doo and whatever. You you guys aren't going to get this one, but who are the three from hell? I know. From uh, House (coughs) of a Thousand Corpses. Wait, hold on. One is that. We already talked about one. He died. I I
0: know who it is.
1: I'm writing him down. All right. Busy B, you're Couldn't not gonna get this.
3: One it'd be <laughs> yeah. Okay. Am I going
1: to hell? This this was the tougher one. It's baby. Yep. Captain Spaulding. Yep.
0: And then the guy with the long hair and the beard. I can't think of his name right now. Otis. Otis,
1: yeah. Close enough. Okay, that that was kind of a hard one. Um This is four, right? Yep. Okay, what was the first death in Final Destination? Ooh, that's a good one. The very first one?
0: Yeah, my... Yep. Well, quick, give us (laughs) reviews, or hints, because I think I know what it is. The
2: final
1: death in the first... No, the first death in Final Destination. Have you seen Final Destination? Uh, no. Well, you need to change that. Have you seen 9-11? Stop. Give him a dance. <laughs> hand. uh, he needs help, dude. Alright, busy bee, Got it. You guys? <laughs> no. Oh. I have no guess. Boss Tuna. <clears throat> this is a plane crash. Plane crash mm, yeah. is correct. Who is the killer in Final Destination? Do, 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 do. Got it. I love Jeopardy.
2: All right, busy <clears throat> be. Uh, uh, well, can I get two? Uh, just give me on um, this one. I'm going to say it's either uh, Saddam Hussein or <laughs> Osama bin Laden. <laughs> uh, it's death. It's death. <laughs> death gets it.
0: Dude. Osama bin Laden was the second. Answer. <laughs> if if they could have got him available for casting, they would have got him. But he was he was busy plotting against the U.S. So they had
1: to okay. Cut
3: the
0: F. You're a Shining
1: fan. What is Ooh. the imaginary friend of the little boy in the Shining? Oh, it's Finger. Oh, what's his name? Huh. <laughs> busy baby? Wait 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 no
0: no no wait wait I haven't written my down yet I'm trying to think.
1: Lives in his mouth. He lives in his. He lives in his mouth. Give me, give me a second.
2: Um.
1: You're fucking killing me, Boss Tuna. This is dead, dead yeah. air right now.
0: I wrote on Mark. I can't remember. Busy B? Donnie. God. Donnie. 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 God, God damn
1: it. Hey, keep track of your score. How many you got? Right. I am. Okay. All work and no play makes who a dull boy? God, so easy. Go first. I know you got this right. from the same movie we just talked about. Ooh. Did you get my question?
2: I did. And uh, do you want the full name? No. <coughs> Sorry. Jack Kay. Torrance. Jack. May offer. Jack, may offer.
1: <laughs> okay, here's a loaded question. Whose face. Did they use for the Michael Myers balls? Oh, Come on. Now we're talking.
0: Okay, Busy B, what's the answer? Oh wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm re I'm trying to...
2: I'm,
0: I'm drawing down his Star Trek name instead. God damn it.
1: Oh son of a biscuit. The big giant head.
0: Aye. Dark Rock from the Sun. I don't watch the uh, That I just know. Rescue nine one one. I don't. I'm just thinking of his. uh... It's William Shatner. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it! That's okay.
1: From what TV show did they use it from? Star Trek, obviously. Yeah. Uh, What movie actually did they use the mask from? I don't even know that one. It was some horror movie. That don't know. know.
0: that's ten, right? I don't know. I am
1: trying to keep a track. Us those last two what's, or what?
0: what's 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 Nine of Star Trek what's ten? What's the horror movie?
1: I don't know, it's like red something. He was in some horror movie though so you gave us a trivia question with
0: an answer you don't oh know. Oh my
1: god. I, I gotta Google it right now. Well I have it written down as ten. He he was in some horror movie that they use his he made a fake mask for him that they went and sold it as a Star Trek mask, even though it was his face from this horror movie, which I have to look up right now. It's red something. Red, cold, red, William Shatner. Which, by the way,
2: that uh, Twilight Zone episode with him on it, there's something on the way. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Well, that's what they did the movie
1: off of, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, whose mother sucks dicks in hell? So I'm so sorry, heaven. I'm sorry. Cox in hell. What do you got, BB? Busy B? <laughs> uh, Sean from Sean the Dead? <laughs> Boss No, nope. uh, that's The Exorcist? Yeah, the, oh. the priest from The Exorcist. Twelve? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who won in, in Freddy vs. Jason? Mm. busy B you got Freddy? neither Pastuna. neither I will take both so I think Jason officially wins but at the end Freddie it's absurd. Freddy's face is still alive so no neither thought, yeah, neither mean, neither in both it's fun okay what was the aliens kryptonite in the movie signs got it Swing for the stars. Busy B, do we have an answer? Don't, no. Damn. Blastuna?
0: H2O. It's water. Swing for the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say that Joker, not horror, but a phenomenal movie.
1: 10 out of 10. I heard it's basically uh, Mm. a taxi driver no 10 out of 10 all right all right what is Pennywise I got it I don't think either you're gonna get this one unless you're no, I club. already have it so okay busy me demonic clown it's an alien oh yeah, uh, yeah Boston is closest yeah that's why they call it it because you can't describe it right yeah an alien Okay, not of this earth. Yep. Yeah. What is f- Freddy's grudge? Why is Freddy mad? Freddy Krueger
0: Got it mother nope. nope, that's your answer. Yeah, mother kids. kids What about kids he was a janitor? Yeah, and he molested children
1: yes, And then what? The The townsfolk got
0: upset and burned him alive. Okay, you got it. I'll give it to you. Kids, right. Ultimately, well, actually, his garage should be his own self-deprecating. Right. Okay. Last one. You ready? Ooh, 16. What do we got? What
1: What did John Carpenter call Michael Myers? Ooh,
2: I got it. I don't think he did. I had no idea. Pure evil. Nope. The shape.
0: Oh. Mm. I knew that. God. That's what uh, Castle's credit as is the shape. Yep. Huh. In the credits, he's
1: the shape. Yep, he's the shape. It's not Michael Myers. The shape. Alright.
2: Yeah. How many points did you get there, Busy <laughs> Uh I think I got... Four with you giving me two? <laughs> or five with you giving me two?
0: What I got all but like three or four. You yeah, did now. No yeah. There. I missed uh, 16. Um, ten. <laughs> ten was blank. I think I got them all except like two or three. All right, you did okay. All right, let's go. So... Let's wrap this up. I got the hiccups. Nobody wants to listen to me hiccup all night. That's why I haven't been saying much lately because I've been
3: hiccuping,
0: ooh, hiccuping the whole time. Um, we're going to wrap up the episode. The first thing I want to say is that after chatting with, with Busy B, my number one recommendation to you, in my opinion, which should be at the top, top of your viewing list, should be The Void from, what, 2016? Yeah. Watch that. After everything we had talked about, the type of movies you like... Watch It Follows. That's a good one, too. The ambiguity ambiguity that you were ambiguity. talking about, I think uh, The Void... The Void, yeah. ...is going to be right up your alley. Sweet. But, yeah, I, I do agree with uh, It Follows. Also, mm-hmm. Devil's Candy. Yeah. I would say that. He might not like that. I would say the, the void and um, it follows are like up here, and then the devil's kind of like down here. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, wrapping up the episode, we got our, our ratings in. So, the gate, uh, it was sixes all around, I believe, right? I think so. Maybe some of it was six. Three sixes. Five. Yep, three sixes. Six sixes. Uh, six, hereditary, six. a 10 from Bostuna. A ten from Dunk Degener, Darius, and a nine from Busy Beast. So, nine point
2: five. Yeah, I mean, I, to, to be honest, just it, it's tough for me because I'm just not a lot of horror movies. And right. I don't even think I have a ten out of ten for a horror movie. So that's my So, first I, so that's a really strong score. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and that's judging it on like just films in general. So, so yeah. So, so, so yeah,
0: that's it, so yeah. That's that's a pretty strong a, score. Yeah,
2: I I'd weigh that on the like throughout like just cinema and and I'm a big film guy so yeah I thought it was very entertaining absolutely
0: obviously you got you you have to watch midsummer and uh, maybe we'll have you on for I mean midsummer will probably come up in our end of the year episode but we might have to have you on for something along those lines but uh, anything you guys want to add to the episode before we get... Oh, sorry, I'm hitting you guys' ear. Uh, before we get into next week? No, no, nothing. Okay, so we let's get into next week then. So the older movie we are talking about is chosen by yours truly. And that is The Blob. Yes. I, I'm excited to chat about this one here. So uh, Drunk Darius has the... new. Newer movie, and that one is what? Darkness Falls. Ooh. Have you seen it? I have.
1: Good. Darkness. Sorry.
0: It's the Creepy Tooth Fairy. Falls. Okay, so the discussion topic is chosen from yours truly. Unfortunately. And I'm kind of excited to talk about this one because... We're we're gonna get into to what makes uh, a movie most important to you. So my question is is when it comes to, to I mean movies in general, but especially horror movies, what what comes first? Is it the uh, I'm sorry for burping. Is it the uh, acting, the writing, uh, the score, or the cinematography? So what makes them what makes a horror movie? Good, to Good. you Personally. Yeah. What What's the number one quality? Is Is it Is it the acting, right. writing, score, cinematography? So. Okay. Okay. Last thing we have is segment, and we are going to be talking about a shot in the dark. So, little context on this here. If you don't remember, this is one we chose last year. So we are going to take two movies from the current year, which is twenty nineteen. And we are going to uh, try to bring a couple movies that are a little bit more obscure. Uh, we're going to watch them and rate and review them. And hopefully we find some diamonds in the, in the rough. So, Mr. Drunk Darius, what do you have for your shot in the dark?
1: It's called Emma. Emma? E-M-M-A, Emma. Okay. Yep. I don't know how to read anything about it. I just saw the title. Boom. Well, let's
0: hope that one and mine are available. My movie is We Are the Flesh. So that one, I can give you a little context on that. And that is a 2016 film, but it is a wide release in 2019. So it made its festival run. It was popular enough that that it was uh, worthy enough to gain a decent release. So cool beans. Boom. Mr. Uh, Busy B, anything you want to leave our fans with uh, for this
2: episode here? No, I'll make sure everyone uh, uh, likes uh, Joe Blow Horror Show. Uh, keep drinking dank beers. Uh, it's all right to buy a $10 12 ounce bottle of beer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, especially from Prairie. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a pleasure, boys. I think this is a, a really cool thing. Uh, I enjoyed getting back into watching some horror movies. I'll definitely try to keep a few on my list. And uh, whatever you boys need, just uh, shoot me an email. Let me know what's mm-hmm. up. How no, cool. you I'll see you on Monday. You're definitely yep. gonna be a frequent. Yeah, yes.
1: We'll, yeah, we'll have you back for, for sure. For very sure. detailed on
2: there. I will. Uh, uh, we'll set up some sort of like ISDN line so I'm not having to fucking sit. In this shithole we you talking about <laughs> it's really nice in here i don't know i'm gonna get a cat age shot right now <laughs> i think
0: i think uh the biggest thing is 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 we might have to have you like chime in we'll have to get some now that you're kind of yeah now that you're dipping your toes into the horror genre we might have you re- re-record like a little 30 second uh shotgun review of something and we'll have to like sneak in an episode just to kind of keep you involved a little bit but yeah we'll have you back for sure yeah yeah. so i hope you guys enjoyed um this episode here and uh we're happy that we're wrapping up episode episode number 22 i apologize for the last few minutes where i have been hiccup hiccup, in your mouth
2: okay yeah
0: uh drunk anything to leave us with before we sign off No. I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom!